The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight, for now, is Big Red Nick Utah. Glad to be here on this wonderful Thursday night. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff this week. A lot of things have happened. Yes, we do. Uh, we have a lot of things to talk about. Now, folks, you'll have to pardon my tardiness. I'm feeling a little under the weather after watching the Marvels, and that is not an exaggeration. But, dude, this is, uh, dude, this is this is why I tell you, do, do not play battle shits at the, at the theater, okay, man? Just don't do it. I live pretty much alone. There's no one else. <laughs> Never mind. We're not going to get it. <laughs> you can't play that online, Nick, okay? I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm craving for human interaction. <laughs> hey, man, all, all I'm just saying is you, you could face on a bunch of people. It'd be really fucking awkward, but you could do it. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, well, I'm going to take that should you. Be, that should be our new, our, our, our new phone app, Battle Shits. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Everyone would play Battle Shits with each other. We could sell the Snapchat for a billion dollars. It would be terrible. It would be terrible. Now, <laughs> Folks, I want to lay this out so everybody in the chat understands. Dion is currently suffering through the Marvels. He's almost done. I caught it at a very early screening today. So we're going to give you the full Marvels review. We're just going to ask for your patience for just a little bit while Dion gets here. But folks, we have a whole show planned outside of that. Nick and I are going to talk about the new Ghostbusters trailer. We're going to get caught up with you guys and a whole bunch more. So don't worry. We're not honey dicking you. We're going to tell you how bad the Marvels is. And I... I need time to let it process, but a sweet, quick death is more interesting than watching the Marvels ever again. <laughs> it is really, really bad. Like, you're getting oh the messages, Nick. Dion keeps walking out of the theater to message us how fucking much he hates this I, movie. You, you know what? I thought, I, I, because you know, there's a theater like five minutes from the road. I was like, man, I need, I'm, I'm going to go watch it and, and talk about you guys. And I was like, I don't feel like fracturing my mental sanity to go watch this movie. Like, you, you, because I've completely given up on anything Disney. I really have. So I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to clean. I'm going to clean. <laughs> you know what? Cleaning is a better option. Uh, everything is a better option than the Marvel folks. And like I said, in a moment, we'll be getting to that as soon as Dion rolls up. But we have a lot of things to cover first. So folks, first off, welcome to episode 379 of WCBS, the epitome of pop culture. We're only 21 episodes away from episode 400, where we have a lot of big things planned for the channel. So you'll be able to see us, hear us, know us, and uh, meet us even more in 2024. Now, like we always do, we want to thank you to everybody who's joining us tonight. Let's give some shout-outs, Nick, because we've got a lot of people here early tonight, like our friend WTF viewer, James Lizer, Trips Lord of Inconvenience. We have Pick and Save, Alexander the Great, Miss Ninja Julian, Jerry. We also have Escape from Barbie Land, my co-host from the High Council, Caffeinated Wolf. Hail to you, my friend. Keely Chow, who just picked up a copy of Stealing Solo. Thank you very much, Keely Chow. Garth Vader, who also is a Stealing Solo reader. We also have Adama, Tarian two, Darian217, Clone Geek, uh, Michael, and all sorts of other people in the chat tonight. So, folks, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button. Can't forget to say hello to TLJ Screwjob, Kai, as well as Dean H. And Isato Fortune. Uh, thank you to all yes. of our members who support WCBS. Thank you to all of our patrons who support WCBS. And thank you to everyone who joins us each and every week for every video and uh, is here all the time for WCBS. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. That is how I'm going to uh, fight the bullshit that was the Marvels, Nick. I'm going to throw positivity <laughs> out into the world, and I'm going to get it back. Well, I mean, the Marvels probably didn't do that, so that, I mean, that's, that, that's a plus. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, do hit that like button. 
and do share the video out as much as you can because um you know youtube uh this doesn't like us these days only on the live streams man the videos have been kicking ass we have been growing we're past 194k the toy video got like our toy videos average about a hundred thousand views in about two weeks or Dude, so. everybody everybody creams themselves for those fucking toy videos i swear to god well there's another one coming next week i already <laughs> went out and got footage from a different store here's the way i do it i never go to the same store each and every week because i don't want to give the audience crap but i've noticed that this ollie's thing has been taken off and i always like to remind people I've been filming at Ollie since 2017. I've been shopping at Ollie's for over a decade at this point. So while you may be new to the Ollie's craze, WCBS <laughs> was the first and still is the best at all oh, the uh, whatever you want to call them, the toy videos. So yeah, um, I, and 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 also I also love I also love reading some of the the Twitter. Some people are like Ollie's isn't real. I don't have it near me. I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah, you're, you know what, Nick? <laughs> you're an idiot. In and Out Burger is not real because I don't live by one. Disney World. Disney World is not real, Nick. I live in Ohio. There's no Disney World in Ohio. It's not real. Oh, Man, people are. I the worst one I got was some guy that was like, "I thought you made up your Ollie's videos." Yes, dude. I get a fucking warehouse full of toys that I spent tens of thousands of dollars on to walk around in a circle and say, "Hey, look, nobody bought this stuff." Like that's the one that always blows my mind. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, no. The, 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 the no. The, the reality is, you won the lottery like five years ago, and you've just been like. Faking the Ollie stuff, you know, for the past five years. Yeah, I'm so rich. You, I'm have, a, you have a studio somewhere with all yeah. these toys. You buy them all and then mark them down as a little little thing and show people that they're really. <laughs> By the way, people, that's satire. Just so you know, I'm just going to clip it and be like, "Oh, they they admitted it." It's like, no, this is just we're oh, just being dude. we're just being assholes. <laughs> I I read the comments under the most recent toy video. I'm like, my god, I shouldn't have done that. Uh so he's like, I can't believe you throw toys on the ground. And I'm like, how are you so dense? Like, I still remember people were like, you can't believe you kicked over those Rose Ticos. You should be kicked out of Kroger. It's like, motherfucker, I picked them up just not on camera. Do you expect me? To... It's like, if it doesn't happen on camera, it doesn't happen. It's like, you know, Nick, I've never taken a shit on camera. That means I've never shit my entire life. So I'm, <laughs> you know, I've never, uh, what have I never done on camera? I've never cooked a meal on camera. I've never, you know, ever cooked a meal, Nick. You never brush your teeth on camera. Yeah, I've never shaved I've never on camera. I've never brushed my teeth on camera. I've never shaved. I have the world's biggest beard. My beard is so big. <laughs> it's like Peter Griffin's yeah. well, I mean, birds flying in and out. You know, that's that, that's thanks to the to the Gen Zers and the TikTok era. It's like if it doesn't happen on camera, it didn't happen. It's like even then you're gonna say it. If, even if you see it happen, you can say, "Oh, it's fake." So, you know, there's no pleasing time, anybody. If somebody says it to me in person, I'm going to say, I'm going to whoop your ass off camera. And then when we go to court, because it didn't happen on camera, it didn't happen. So I never did it. Oh, God. That, <laughs> that would be hilarious to see. Hilarious to see. I still I'm remember. I still, I know. I, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think you, you told us a story about you and Phil um, and some of the guys watching a, a, a Star Wars movie in, the, in theaters there in Ohio. And somebody gave you shit and then you stood up. Oh, The Last Jedi. The guy wanted to start shit with me because I was like, man. I said, what a terrible movie. I said, I hated the movie, and there was this preachy allegory about animal rights. And the guy goes, I don't know. I like animal rights. And I turned around, and I said, you want to talk to me directly? And he just shut up. So <laughs> It's like the, the most violent I've ever been in my life. Well, except when we watched The Rise of Skywalker, but that's a topic for another time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that... Ah, flashbacks. Jeez. I know, right? Now, uh, folks... I guess Darian217 is correcting us, though. He's like, you cooked those fajitas and tacos on camera during Oscar night, didn't you? 
I guess I did. Well, fuck, Nick. I have cooked a meal on camera. I apologize. Oh my god. Oh my god. How dare you? <laughs> so, so, so you 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 only eat fajitas and tacos all the time because that's the only thing you've cooked. I thought everything was a fajita or a taco, Nick. I mean, you know, <laughs> like this can of liquid death. It's just fajita in a can. <laughs> Olay. Oh man. Gotta love liquid death. Anyway, folks. Um, yeah, if only, if only we get sponsored. Oh, we, all we have to do is like actually try. We've never done that. We've had people approach us for years, and we're just like, eh, no. But now we will. So, um, quick shout out from our friend to George. He says, "WDW Pro gave you a nod in a recent video about Disney toy sales." Well, folks, we're friends with WDW Pro. He's a cool dude. Uh, make sure you guys check out his videos. We'll have him on the channel in a couple of weeks <clears throat> to uh, get caught up and see what's new over in his neck of the woods. I don't know. Some people love giving us shit and tell and, and love telling us that we copied their toy videos and they, they were doing it first. So I don't know. Oh, <laughs> those people are full of shit. I won't say their name on air because they yeah, don't get Yeah, neither neither will I. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I see them on Twitter all the time trying to take credit, and I'm like, hey folks, here's a video from five years ago. Would you like to check the timestamp? Yeah. Oh well. Look at the, the views on theirs aren't the views on ours, so that's cool. Yeah. When they if you go into a toy store and somebody writes your name on the box and asks you to put their name in the video, then you've made it. There we go. <laughs> so, Nick, let's stop talking about uh, things that are unimportant to us and everyone else here because this is WCBS, the epitome of pop culture, where we're world-class first, bullshitter second. That might be our new catchphrase, world-class first, bullshitter second. I kind of <laughs> like that. So, right now, folks, on the screen, you see... The image for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, what I'm going to call the fourth Ghostbusters film. There would never be a fifth one out there. There's not uh, an alternate reality where some douche named Paul Feig made a really bad Ghostbusters film. We're, uh, you know, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about what's fourth in the official continuity of Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. And the first trailer for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire just dropped yesterday. Now, I saw it online, and I enjoyed it. Then I saw it on the big screen before I saw Captain Marvel this evening. And <laughs> it was much better on the big screen. Yeah. But before that's I probably, get my opinions. Yeah, that's probably the best five minutes of that whole experience. It was. Like, seeing Ecto-1 and everything was cool. Nick, before I give any of my thoughts on the trailer, I'd like to know what you thought. Um. Well, I mean, like, I'm... <laughs> As long as it's as long as it's not you know as long as we're not like trying to like be inclusive in that bullshit and trying to like you know member berries this and try to pull a fucking South Park where like oh we're gonna trade this person for this person this and that like <clears throat> as long as we keep the same crew we're fine so we do have the same crew some some of the same crew from um, Afterlife so I'm down with that they're back in New York they're back at the old firehouse. I'm, it get, gets me a little excited for that, you know. So I'm, I'm I'm down for it. The only two things I'm not a fan of are are Patton Oswalt and Kunal Nanjiani. Same. Um, Patton Patton Oswalt, fucking hate him. He's just a fucking Hollywood shill. He's a he's a dumbass. He's him and Kevin Smith are like interchangeable. I swear to God. Uh, Kunal Nanjiani, we gotta hate him because Kendall hates him. <laughs> yeah, Kendall will be here in a little <laughs> bit, folks. So he can he can dump on himself. Yeah, I mean they 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 could have they could have picked any other like Indian guy or any other brown person to fucking do that role, but no, they pick him. Uh, it could have been you. It could have been. <laughs> thank That's you. Why you're thank, you thank you for that nod of confidence. I mean, I was thinking maybe like I don't know, maybe 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 Raul Coley, maybe Cal Penn. 
Um, there's not a lot of us out there, but there, you know, we're, there are a few of us. Um, I don't know who else, man. Probably not. Not. Am I on the spectrum of brown? Could I be in Ghostbusters? Yeah, sure. Why not? Empire? Fuck it. We'll 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 make you Indian. We'll 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 darken you up a little bit and put a dot in your forehead. It's fine. We'll be okay. Can I have I, a five I, day I... wedding too? <laughs> sure. Sure. Cool. Why not? <laughs> I want to take a week to get married. <laughs> Actually, that'd just be fun. It's a long party. Oh God, it would be. Um. Yeah. That that that, that that's my those are my two gripes. That's the only thing. Other than that, it looks it looks it looks interesting. I'm glad the guys are back. You know, I'm glad I'm glad um, all the all the old Ghostbusters are back, and once again they're back in New York and stuff. So that's cool. Um, apparently, I you know I have Ghostbuster news on my uh, on my Instagram feed. They're already saying that there's a difference in the packs now. There's some like yellow bar there on the new. Yeah, I saw packs. that. There's already a 3D 3D printed file out. People can get it for free and put it on like thing that they're um their hasbro ones to make it look you know newer so that's a thing um i did i mean i, I also the, the this whole thing about i would what, what song were they playing in the beginning of the trailer i, I forget what it was oh cruel summer by Banana thank you Rama. cruel summer and i was just like i know that song and i know what they're trying to do and i was like that's a little weird but i uh, once again it's ghostbusters and as long as it's not paul feig it's fine you know so <laughs> but um and the whole like cold thing i mean that's a little weird i don't know if they're going for a climate change angle or not which I hope not. So, yeah, I don't need Ghostbusters to be a socially conscious film franchise. It just needs to be funny and well written and tight, tightly edited. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 and, and exactly. have good effects. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I feel like this is also like the Poltergeist three of the kind of thing where like they've gone from the small town now they're in New York. I've never seen Poltergeist three or The Exorcist three or Psycho three, Nick. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just don't do threes in horror film franchises unless it's Halloween. I mean, that's I mean, that's well, I mean, you know, still, yeah, I mean, that's fair, that's fair, but uh, I don't know, it's 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 uh, it's interesting. Uh, once again, glad Paul Rudd's back, love that guy. Yep, um, you know, just I'm 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 excited, I'm open minded, it looks good. Um, I just hope it's you know, has the same feel as Afterlife. I really do, that's all I want. I want. I want, I want it to just be good. Really, that's all it all boils down to. You know, if if, if we can get that, I'll be happy. But I do think I'm going to call this now. The three older Ghostbusters are going to die. I'm calling it now. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I'm calling it now. I said that. I, 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 know, I know. I know. I said that about Afterlife, but I'm I'm calling it for this one as well. They're going to die. I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised. But if they're wise, they won't try to treat this as the trilogy. Like they won't treat this like the second part of a trilogy. They should treat it like a fourth film where you don't have to have the hero die in the second one and have the big blow off in the third. Like these movies aren't guaranteed to keep coming out. They're very dependent upon how they perform at the box office. Because Afterlife was a hit, but it wasn't like it wasn't a hit the way the original Ghostbusters was in 1984 and 1985, respectively, after its re-release. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot riding on this. I I enjoyed the trailer quite a bit. I liked the butt shot of the lady running on the beach. I thought that was very obvious when they put it in there. And then yeah. I saw on the big screen and I was like, I, cause I went and saw this movie with Phil today and I was like, Hey man, get ready. There's going to be a butt shot. And then we just laughed because it's like, I'm from the future, but all joking aside, I have the same critiques. I hate Pat Oswalt. He, I don't like him. At least Kevin Smith has made movies and stuff that I actually think are relevant and good. And at, at their point when they came out, they were, uh, you know, important. 
Patton Oswalt's just been the dude with the annoying voice from the King of Queens. And like, I would, I would love for Rob Zombie to come back and make one more horror movie where Patton Oswalt gets killed like somebody in Halloween 2. Just smash his head. <laughs> Michael Myers comes back. Zombie Michael Myers, whatever it is. Put Patton Oswalt in a wood chipper. In a film, not in real life. <laughs> I would pay $100 to watch that movie. I don't oh, give man. a shit. And I want his head to go in last. Because I just want to... Never mind. Anyway, I don't like him at all. I really dislike him as an actor. Kamel Nanjani, I don't like him either. He doesn't add anything to anything he's in. I just kind of, you know... Um, roll my eyes whenever he's in a movie but yeah. paul rudd the cast from the last movie the kids were fine actors i liked everything i saw uh, i'm gonna go next year folks it's funny woke busters will be out right around the, and i mean out like to you and we'll have the relaunch and all that stuff around the time that that movie comes out so 2024 is going to be a big ghostbusters woke busters wcbs year we're almost there i'm almost done i have eight pages left and then a couple of touch-ups because I changed the Wokebusters car. It's now a beer truck that you'll see in the comic itself. Nick saw it the other day. It looks pretty cool. I still vote. It? I still vote for there being like a remnants of like Saint Anki on the side of the fucking Dude, on the side it, of the beer truck. If you look closely in Stealing Solo, the license plate in the backup story says St. Anki on it. I put that as the Ohio <laughs> license plate. It says St. Anki. So that's, there's a nod to uh, Broken Lizard already in one of our comic books. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Oh, my God. Dion, everyone has been waiting for you to get back from the theater because we talked about the Ghostbusters trailer. We gave these wonderful people in the chat a nice little build-up to the Marvels. Now it's time to talk about this piece of trash. Are you ready to talk about the Marvels? I was born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> so, Dion, you had some issues with this movie. So much, in fact, that you had to walk out to take smoke breaks in between. Have you ever had that problem before in a Marvel film? In a Marvel I guess film? not. Yo, dear, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Uh, multiple times. This was not the first time. Uh, am I am I am I in and out? Am I in and out? Can you hear me? Yeah, now you're back. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, uh, and obviously, let me know just in case. Um, even though my phone thought that my Brooklyn Nine Nine impersonation was an invitation to talk. Um, no, yeah. So I, I've I've done that before. I mean, it, I've ha it's happened to me before with a Marvel movie. Uh, when Hillary and I were sitting there. The thing that the first thing that we started laughing about because there were only like 10 people in our theater was I said the Marvels is if they watched Love and the Thunder and then took all the bad things and made an entire movie about it. <laughs> uh Dion, can you turn your volume up a bit, by the way? Oh, turn it up. Yeah. Cool. One second. Nick, we need a Jeopardy What about that? How's that a little bit better? That's a little bit better. Yeah, just you know, sit close to the mic. Get real close, Dion. I'll show up if and you And that's do. gonna make me do the opposite. So you are like, what's your name <laughs> making the marbles? You tell me what I don't want to hear, and then you do it, and that's not cool, man. We're all we're all we're all we're all paying for these mistakes. <laughs> we are so Dion, the Marvels is here in cinemas, and I was talking to the audience, building this up. I did not enjoy this movie. I thought this movie was really, 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 really bad. 
and uh and now we're here to talk about it proper so in uh just about a minute you know in under a minute where would you rank this in the mcu first off and then we'll talk about the film properly okay you know let, 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 let's cut the bullshit you know we don't play it by a drum you're not listening to me within the minute that i'm talking right now to hear someone say the same shit that you agree with over and over and over again so just make sure we're all on the same page america okay cool we're there all right 45 seconds left the point of the fact of the matter is very much this you roboted out completely dude nothing you said popped up don't get me wrong is is it nick are you hearing him going and getting pitchforks and All right, folks. Well, Dion has roboted out, and I guess no, he was No, no, he's done. He's, no, he's, ro- he's roboting hard. Well, we, I love how we now? built up to Dion. Now we can hear you. So nothing you said. You said, don't get me wrong. You sound like the Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> Fucking Google Chrome. Shut we up, can hear please. Hillary. Google Chrome. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> okay. My, so my best friend made my wife laugh. That's all funny. We're all laughing good. Don't get me wrong. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a lot of hoopla around this because make no mistake, it is a failure. But where I rank it, is it the end of the world? Is it a terrible fucking movie? No, it has... If you could be a movie studio where you have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and that's it, that is the Marvels. It is a copy-cut, cookie-cutter, by-the-numbers film that happens to be about a, a, a character that is in a couple comic books. That's the Marvels. I thought this movie was better than The Eternals, but that's about it. I say it's definitely better than The Eternals. Um, it's better than most of the shows. I'd say yeah. the only, obviously the only show, huh? I said yeah. Yep. And then the only shows that it's not better than are the Netflix. I mean, it's better. It's not better than Daredevil. It's uh, obviously I'd say it's I'd still I'd say it's not as it's not as good as even Iron Fist. Um, yeah. It's still better than the sh- than Disney love Disney era shows. It's literally for. If you had to watch a movie to keep the timeline, you would watch it once a year, and then that would be it. It is, it is, it is meant to fill space while keeping the brand name in the public consciousness. It, the Marvels is nothing special. It's nothing terrible. It's my, Hillary, shut up. Hillary fucking hated it, but yeah, because Hillary knows that. what's up. Shut up, shut up, no, no. Mr. It Diplomat is. over here, this movie was shit and you know it, man. No, it's not, it, no, it I'm not being a diplomat. There was nothing redeeming about this movie. These people jumped in a fucking were, space pod as they were swallowed were by cats things. and vomited. <laughs> there were two things. Monica Rambeau's butt is one of them. We 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 will go on later in the review, you're not going to put me on the spot right now, but I'm not being diplomatic, it just, it literally is a 
it is a fucking it is a milk toast movie. That's it. Marvel's not a triumph, Dion. Listen, dude. What it was? What a quarter of a billion that they spent on this movie? Yeah. They losing some money, son. They are losing. And don't get me wrong. Listen, we are all. Uh, everyone listening to the stream. Everyone. Nobody's listening to you right now, buddy, because, again, your internet is terrible. We'll have to keep... Dick and I will have to talk about the movie. There's going to be a lot of... Dion sounds like the broken speaker from Wayne's World 2. He wants to put your ox in it and own it. Being passed around and mass quantities all right uh hold on a second let me nick come back for a minute i'm gonna text dion to fix his internet because that ain't working so let's give the folks the premise of this movie uh because that is just unlistenable sorry folks uh nick how much did brie larson pay you to see this movie nothing didn't. that's why you didn't, didn't go <laughs> Uh, even if like there would have had to been some yeah some of some amount of payment to have me go see this movie because like it's just like from i just know i knew from the jump just not to go watch it it just seemed terrible like they had they, they had to reschedule it they had to cut the time down they had to do reshoots like when when, when things like that happen you know the, you know the 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 um the studio already doesn't have faith in it they don't care about it it's just like a bridge to you know, keep the thing going and that's it. So. Okay. There you go. I told Dion to reset his internet once he gets it fixed. Cause people are just like, what is he trying to say? <laughs> so folks, this film starts off. <laughs> let me pull up the Wikipedia page. Cause it was so unforgettable or so unmemorable. It starts out in space, the trailer. You pretty much know the conceit of the film. If you saw the trailer where all of a sudden the women start switching, uh, swapping places, that's what happens. So on the moon or something that looks like the moon because they didn't have a bunch of money to CGI a special planet for this scene. Uh, the villain finds a rock that looks like Ronan the Accuser and she takes his hammer and crushes it and finds a bracelet. And that bracelet's going to help her uh, create power to open up holes in space time and suck the resources from other planets to bring them back to her planet because Captain Marvel in the first movie destroyed the... Um, the Supreme Intelligence, and that destroyed the system or the planet that they lived on. So that's why she's known as the Annihilator. So she killed an entire planet of people by killing that robot in the first movie. Oh, God. Uh, that's the premise of this film. So, wait, hold on. So, so okay, so they're trying to pull power from one universe to another. That sounds like zero-point energy. That's what they're doing. And um, when she does that, it makes our space-time that much more unstable. So as she's doing that, it's creating holes and destroying the fabric of time. I mean, Doc Brown would have a wet dream watching this movie. <laughs> Great Scott Marty. I, I doubt that. He'd be like, there's so many inaccuracies in this. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, so... Okay. Um, let's see. So after that, uh, we see Kamala Khan geeking out um, on uh, over Miss Marvel, or over Captain Marvel, excuse me. We see a little cartoon drawn by Kamala Khan where her and Captain Marvel are going to meet up and become besties and high-five each other and all this other wonderful cutesy bullshit. And so that was kind of saccharine and annoying. 
And that's my first problem with the movie is this character, Miss Marvel, is a fangirl. I don't think fangirl or character like this should be in movies because the audience is the audience. We don't want to watch ourselves on the fucking film. Like, I understand that people are narcissistic and want to get on on the trends and do all this shit to see themselves on the internet. But, like, I go to the movie to watch shit that's not real. I don't want to watch some annoying people gush over bad Marvel. That's what this character is. She doesn't really grow that much. She's not interesting. If anyone tells you her character arc is empowering, fire him out of a cannon. I don't care what you do. <laughs> but don't listen to their opinion. And so with that being said, uh, she is all of a sudden whisked away to outer space as her place is swapped with Brie Larson and Brie Larson's place is swapped with uh, Monica Rambeau. And all of a sudden, the they have this really annoying fight scene that keeps jumping from multiple dimensions. And then they bring the Kree villains to Earth and they start fighting and tearing up uh, Kamala Khan's house. And then after the fight scene ends, they all go to outer space and Nick Fury lays out the plan. The three Marvels, go out into the spaceship. They're going to go to this other planet where all the people communicate in song. They don't talk. They communicate in song only. So Nick, if you said, hey, these people, they'd look at you. But if you went, hi ho they would, they would know what you're saying. That is so hilarious and so terrible at the same time. They have what is essentially a Bollywood number in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, go figure. Go and on this planet, figure. Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is married to the prince. So when she shows up, she's the princess of a planet. And uh, she has like a royal gown that has her logo on it. And so she like puts on this gown and does a little song and dance number. And she um, tells the, the prince that they need help. And so after the prince agrees to help them, they all get new gear. And so they get those secondary costumes that you see in the trailer and on the commercials. And so the Marvels... Uh, fight the the lady villain that comes to the planet to um she wants the bracelet and she wants to steal the water from this planet and so she opens up a hole in space time and sucks up the water from this planet as they're fighting and this is a short movie we're almost at the, the climax of the film already in the synopsis so that happens and then they're fighting in outer space and the woman is going to destroy Earth because she's trying to destroy the three planets that mean a lot to Captain Marvel as revenge. So she wants to steal, steal the sun from the Earth. She steals the atmosphere from the Skrulls. She steals the water from this singing planet. And she wants to steal the, the sun from planet Earth. And so the big epic finale of this movie um, is her sucking up the sun and the people on the sword space shuttle being eaten by cats to be put into space pods and sent to earth and then the cats start to puke up the people and then as they go back into space the three the marvels are fighting the villain the villain gets both of the gauntlets that the, the bracelets that i was talking about earlier she rips a hole in space and while she rips a hole in space she destroys herself and disappears then after that it destroys the whole and it creates a hole in time. Monica Rambeau has to power up and go into the space hole and pull like she lassos energy out of her hands and pulls space and time back together. And then oh after she gosh. does that, um, she like gets knocked out and disappears. And then the movie uh, ends with uh, Kamala Khan's family and 
Captain Larson and they take they buy the house that's down in Louisiana and they're like, oh, we don't know where Monica is. And so Monica then uh, wakes up in the X-Men's mansion and Beast attends to her. And that's how the that's the whole movie. Uh, okay, gotcha. There you go, Dion. How is this going to work now? I, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? Yep. We couldn't, dude. It wasn't that you could hear us. It was this was you earlier. So Eddie, you sounded worse than Tendo yeah. ever did. So I was just trying to, let you know, the audience was like, "What the hell is happening here?" So no, now you're, you're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. I can stream TV and shit, no problem. But for whatever reason, whenever I get on. Whatever. Anyway, who, who gives a fuck it's about it? Honestly, we, pay, we pay for the top tier WCBS. We do not skimp or cut corners when it comes to the audience. This is not a great right. platform. I would like something a little more reliable. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna get with Xfinity and, and figure this shit out because it's only when I'm on the show. But uh, so, where, where are you guys talking about about uh, about the movie? So I just gave a brief synopsis of the film, just because it was not a long movie. That was its saving grace. This was a short film. This movie clocked in at an hour and 45 minutes. And if it was any longer, this would fall very low as in like at the bottom of the list for me. But because it was short, I could never, you know, get too angry. If that makes sense. It, no, it makes perfect sense. You know, my, my thing was, you know, the length is probably if you have a list of three things about it that are good, it, because literally it's only three things, the length is going to probably be number one. It, it is not a short movie. Um, but yeah, it is. It is. You 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 can tell the 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 corporate stench that comes off it. it. It is so such a by the numbers film. You know, it is. It's it it is a chore. Even though there is a beginning, a middle, and an end, it is a chore to get through. One hundred percent. By the way, thank you to Tim Riggs in the chat who just gifted ten world class bullshitters memberships. Folks that are our new members, welcome to the community. Uh, we're going to have you some new stuff very soon. Just been taking care of business. Eight pages left in Wokebusters, and then it's all here. So um, people in the chat said it sounds like a movie that should have been a TV special. This didn't feel very cinematic to me. Did it feel epic and cinematic to you? It felt that it was trying to be. It definitely didn't feel cinematic. It, 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 was, it was a book report of what a cinematic movie is. I, I, I was very like, you ever watch a movie and you're just so, you're like very keyed in, but not in a positive way. Like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and my audience, you know, you go to see these Marvel movies and the good jokes hit and everybody laughs or chuckles. Nobody laughs. We only had 14 people out of a 349 feet auditorium. So it was very, very, very limited in terms of who was there. There were no claps. There were no cheers. People didn't laugh at the jokes. They just kind of sat there. And that's how I felt. Like, this movie is going to play in certain parts of the country. I'm sure it'll be a big hit and they'll laugh at all the jokes. But I thought this was the... It like, won't. And I, it, you don't think it'll it play won't. better in other parts of the country? No, it won't. It, 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 to, to your point about people in the jokes, it, in our theater, so we're, we're in a Midwest market. Um, obviously, everyone knows all the, all the OGs of the channel, gang, gang. They know that we're in Michigan, so we're we're in a Midwest market. Um, <laughs> but it is it's pretty run of the mill for a Midwest market. The only time people laughed were in that gap of awkwardness. Then everyone laughed because of how corny the jokes were. The only the only people who laughed in our theater were 
small children, and they were they both belonged to me. I mean, that's not even a joke. Like you're laughing, Hillary laughed. Everybody probably laughed when they said when they heard me say, "I shit you not, I swear on the lives of my wife." The only people who laughed were the children I bought for the fucking movie. I shit you not. I believe you, dude. It. I think the audience understands exactly what these movies are because we've all watched films that try too hard to be many different things. And we've all also seen films that are far past their prime. This is like, I don't want to compare it to RoboCop 3 because RoboCop 3 is a superior film in most ways, but you can just tell that they're out of steam, not just out of ideas, but out of steam. Like they don't, they don't believe in this movie. It's not steam. It is, they, you know, we had kind of talked about it a couple of months back uh, about Marvel. I think it was right around the time that, um, I think it was Quantumanium was when we talked about it. And, you know, my whole point at the time was, it's it's not that they're out of steam. You know, that you can tell when Marvel has moments of where they know what the fuck they're doing. You know, Guardians 3 is a perfect example of they know what to do. It is a choice to make this milk toast of a movie. It is a professional, by the numbers, purposeful choice. It's not that they don't know what to do, especially when you're talking about the knowledge of what you have. You have Marvel Comics, arguably, depending on who you talk to, the greatest written literature apparatus of all time. They, it's not steam. They think that this makes money. And that's what's so funny. Because the, the target audience, again, is clearly children. You know, the, the shit with the cats, uh, the thing with, you know. Would you say uh, children? I think it was made for, like, middle-aged white ladies, honestly. This felt like they were children. trying to cash in on the Barbie craze. 100% children. Because it's, but the reason you're confused because of the cats thing. And rightfully so, because you have a brain and you went to college and you're a smart guy that I've known for a long time. But these are this is a corporate entity. They think kids still like cats. It's a I weird. I honestly think the whole movie's trying to sell to women because of the slumber party on the spaceship. Yeah, and the, they are. Like, I don't think kids care about. I don't. Here's the thing, though: if they want to market to kids, kids like look at we were kids. I remember what I liked. I would have liked Iron Man as a kid. I liked Spider Man. I like these cool heroes. I just can't see children liking like. How are they relatable or aspirational or inspirational? As much as you want to say anything about like a Batman movie, you can at least see why a kid would like Batman. But you're you're thinking of it from the end point. You're not thinking of it from the of the uh, the process that they had when they were sitting in a room when they reviewed this movie is very different. So you're thinking from the aspect of okay, kids they want at the end result they want kids to like it, so it doesn't work. So they're not aiming at kids. No, 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 no. They're, don't get me wrong. You're still right. It's a very clearly, and for, in terms of adults, they want women adults to watch this movie. And they're, this is trying to make Captain Marvel the face for the next decade, right? So you can tell when that happens. Where obviously, you know, Camille Khan's a girl, Captain Marvel's a girl, Renault's a girl, even the bad guys a girl. Obviously, that's that's for adults. The kid aspect is you know, the egg shit. So the eggs look weird and look like squishy toys. You know, D2 and Devin love that shit. They love ooze. They love goop. They love all that shit. And it's Wait, a you love goop point. too? That's not the point. The point is, not me, man. We're not talking about me. Uh, but sure. so with the cat, and then 
where the cats are specifically eating everyone, right? That's a right now with YouTube shorts, with obviously it's scary, but the, the, the part of TikTok that specifically targets kids, they love shit like that, where it's like people get eaten up, eaten real quick. So many small videos that kids like, the ones where they play with the toys, they're like eating each other. And, and the kids, and that's that's the punchline for those videos. It mirrors that to a T, dude. So the, the, the things hatch and they're all little kittens. And then they're like, he's like, shit, we can't fit. And then the scene where they're all running, that was for kids. That part was for the kids because Devin and D2 laughed right when the music started playing and they're running and, you know, what's her name does the wall and, the, and they're like, ah, like the part, the, the part where the saber agent is hiding behind the wall and it's kind of playing like a horror movie. Oh, they're not there. And then they do YouTube channels do that with toys where they look one way, they look back and the other character eats them. Like that's, that part was for fucking kids. The what's her name, Bubba Hotep, whatever the evil villain is. She has a hammer. So she has the hammer from earlier. Mem Member Barry, fucking kids love hammer shit. They love shit that involves hammer. That's why one of the fucking, um, the dogs that save people, Paw Patrol, one of his major tools is a hammer. You know, kids love hammers. And so even though it's semi a plot point, they don't talk about it outside of Captain Marvel. Say, oh, that's a fucking universe weapon or whatever. And she's using they don't use it in the final scene. The hammer being there was for kids. You're 100% right. It's for women, but they're trying to market this towards kids. And the reason why I'm bringing it up so aggressively is the only kids in my theater were the two little Nimka poops that I brought. And they they laughed at all, they laughed at all the jokes the, when, when Kamala Cam's talking to her parents. And this whole oh my god and then we're coming together and we do the tinted thing they laughed at that he too was bored as fuck but he laughed at that joke that part was for the kids so camilla khan is supposedly also so you have the two adult marvels are very clearly supposed to bring in the ladies right that's why in the trailer and then they specifically with this movie were aiming for fucking kids and none of them were fucking there besides the two half black dudes that i brought i couldn't tolerate uh, kamala khan i thought like the fangirl whatever that's like something you see at a convention yep. not something i want to pay money to go see in a theater like i wish hollywood would stop creating the audience self-insert character because those movies don't stand the test of time all they do is cash in on the cultural zeitgeist and they, they're very dated by the time they hit home video yep you know, you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark or Alien or fuck the Goonies. Those are all films that are very much products of their time, but they still feel more current and relevant because they act, the characters act in a way that humans can relate to. Movies like the Marvels, and you said, like somebody said, it's like a long TikTok video. People act like trends. It'd be like if this movie had the ice bucket challenge in it. And people go, what's the ice bucket challenge? You don't remember when that was all the rage? Of course you don't, because we have so many trends and things that move quickly. This movie writes that type of a character as the trend character. You're not going to go back in a year. Actually, honestly, somebody said, how many days till everyone forgets about this movie? 
I will not think about this movie tomorrow. After this show, this movie kind of yep. goes away. Like I spent my Agreed. time there. I know I was in a theater, but my God, will I never sit down and think? Because like I said earlier, this movie is not bad enough to make me get angry that I spent time watching it. It was a waste of time, but it was so stupid. It was like, I've watched more offensive films in terms of like their messaging or what they're trying to do to the characters. You know what? That might be part of it too. Because these three characters are dog shit characters that very few people actually love. You know, the internet will make you think that Captain Marvel is this, you know, pillar of the Marvel brand when in reality they've been pumping her or pushing her to the front since 2013, but she's not that popular. You know, her book gets relaunched constantly. Her, you know, these number one titles, they sell more than your traditional uh, issue number 42. They, uh, they, Mar Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel has been rebooted so many damn times. And that's what it is. If these characters were popular, they would stick around. Spider-Man, Wolverine. There are some Marvel characters that are A-list, A-list. And then there are the MCU people and stuff like that. If these were, if I saw Spider-Man treated the way or written the way that these three characters were, then I'd have something to say about it. If I uh, saw um, Daredevil or the Punisher or the Silver Surfer written the way that I saw these characters written in such an inane and stupid setting, like I did not care about the characters' motivations, their goals, their achievements. I love a good family story. The only part that I even gave a little bit about was uh, what's her face, uh, Photon and her mom and all that stuff. Like that was the only actor that I thought wasn't bad. She did a good enough job. She she was believable enough in the action roles. And I and I could tell that she could act enough to make you care about her her dead mother. That was it. Was, there was I no part was to this movie. Part. She was the worst part. I, it, oh, you thought so she was the worst part? Yeah, that's what that's why I'm enjoying. Let me turn my mic up a little bit too. Um that's why it, it's 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 super weird, right? Because you know, you're saying a lot of shit. It's a good point, but you know that I think it's the other side. So I think she was the worst part. She was super projective. You know, like every every emotion was like so. You know, obviously there's a part where we were talking about with the cats. You know, uh, I guess she's supposed to be Captain Universe eventually, right? Because she gets the the power from the gauntlets and the um and the hammer and shit eventually. But you know, when they get right back to Saber. And that's when all the fucking cats hatch, all the the furry, furry Are bites or whatever. About they're the called. same character. Yeah, you're talking about Black Cat Marvel, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's I the just worst don't want to refer to as the black woman, but yeah, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, yeah, the black cat I'm, Marvel. I'm, 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 I'm always the best. America. I was just real quick to get Jeff and I on the same page. Don't 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 get mad at us. But <laughs> I really doubt they're but, gonna get mad if you and I refer to someone as the black version of something. Like if someone right, calls right, out you on know that, I'm like. We yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying real, just a disclaimer. So in case you know when they clip this shit, but yeah, that was just for us to get on on the same page. But she like so when when they get back to Saber and the cats all hatch, she's like, oh my god, the part from the trailer, I can't. Can you just? And then there's the moment where you know she's learning how to fly and she's acting. It's they're they're trying. So every part of they literally have like the same body animation from the first Iron Man when he's falling out of the sky, when, he, when he's mm -hmm. learning to fly with the repulsors. They do the, literally, they try to do the exact same scene. Well, I can't do it. And he's like, come on, do it with your core. Black girl magic. And then she zooms up and she she goes past the same shot where they go past the camera. And then it, the camera pans up 
and she's wild arming down and then the camera reverses from a top down view and she's falling. It's almost the same beat. And then she's doing, and then they really turn up the volume of where she's like, Oh my God. Oh, oh, oh. And then, you know, and then they're fighting. She has the big fight scene with Bubba Hotep and she's doing all of like the oh, oh, looking around like that, like that meme of the really angry black kid. Uh, and the brother's like, dude, calm down. She's doing like, she's like, uh, and they're focusing on her as one of the action characters. I, she was over, you can tell that she's a good actress, but it's so out of place because they're doing by the numbers, but they're like, Hey, we're also setting up for the sequel. And she, I think outside of Camilla Khan, she's the most overacted part of the whole fucking movie. You know, uh, I'm glad you you and I at least agree that Kamala Khan is the most overacted part because, you know, people want to say, oh, she's young. She doesn't know this. This is yep. her first movie, this, that, and the other. She was cast. She went through the process. Like, Marvel needs to know better. And it's not like anyone's picking on her appearance or this or that. It's you're not doing a good job doing the one thing you need to uh, do. And that's act. I, I, It's funny. I, I skipped Miss Marvel because I dislike the character and I'm not interested. I will actively skip anything she's in, like movie wise. Like the acting was so bad, and like that giddy, um, like fangirl, whatever. I don't want that in a movie. And people are gonna be like, "Well, aren't you guys too old for that?" This is when movies, Nick. And this was you. You said this, Nick. When movies cost two hundred and fifty million dollars, a quarter of a billion dollars, they're for everybody. They're not. This isn't, uh, you know, a Paw Patrol movie that's clearly for children. It's like saying the Super Mario Brothers movie wasn't for everybody. No, you needed everybody to go see the Mario movie to make it a hit. That's why it made a billion dollars. That's why it was rife with nostalgia. That's why it played the Hooked on the Brothers theme from the 80s cartoon. That's why it had the GameCube sound effect as the ringtone. Because when movies cost that much money, you need every ass in America in a seat in that theater. And so when you do shit like this, and you're going to turn people off from a character, it's like, She's like the giddy version of Rey from The Force Awakens, where she knows everything, and she's the 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 audience POV character. Like audience POV characters are very necessary. Luke Skywalker is an audience POV character, but Luke Skywalker isn't annoying and weird and giddy. He has his one line about bitching about Tashi Station, and then he gets beat up the whole movie. And then at the end, he can do the one thing he can do, and that's fly a ship. He doesn't even save. He doesn't actually defeat the villain. Han Solo has to save him. They used to build characters up where they'd have to build up and do stuff, and they would be, you know, tolerable. She is not a tolerable character. She is a character who just same expression, Dion. Ah, every fucking five right. minutes, she made that weird sound. Did you not laugh when you heard that? I just rolled my eyes. I laughed so hard. I kept looking at Hillary and going, "Comedy." It's it's, it's so. You know, and and again, you know, to your point, it's it's not, it can't be understated how they are. So everything that Jeff said, you know, is is correct. But the 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 thing that's concerning is the purposeful storytelling to fast track that. So it's not that we just have Luke and you know Han and Leia. In other movies like McLean and Matrix, or you know whatever whatever classic action adventure movie Indiana Jones that you can think of, they're purposely trying to fast track it. So you had the show. I only watched the first episode. Hillary and I were laughing the other night about it. You know I couldn't get through 
Miss Marvel. It was, you know, obviously it's 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 in, into that point. That's why I'm saying it's also not just for women, but for kids, where it's she talks a specific way, the way that a movie executive thinks kids talk. So in the movie, to your point about she's doing the face thing, they every time she does the face, she's the middle of the frame. And it's and it's at an angle where you see like her whole it's a whole like not a frontal but like a head and shoulder shot. And she's like, oh, they try to use that re so they're essentially trying to copy the reaction meme, is what I'm saying. And then okay. when she they, they get back to um they get back to Saber, you know, she specifically says, What's up, fam? Or no, what's happening, fam? Right? Like they're trying to do it's it's if an executive. In this point, you know, to fast track, <laughs> to fast track my point, it's Kevin Feige has been using TikTok for about a year and a half now. It's 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 so aggressively aimed at people who use the internet in a certain way and are a certain age. It's 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 so hard to miss. So to your point again, it's not just like she's the insert character. She is the insert character aimed at an age group who talks and thinks a certain way. And they're in the movie. Oh, we're gonna be BFF. She doesn't say best friends for a reach. She keeps saying BFF. You know they have you know best friend Friday or whatever the fuck on Twitter and shit, right? You know. And then she's drawing. <laughs> she does all the drawings on the wall and she's like obsessed with Captain Marvel. Which show they're 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 trying to act like what well, and again to the to the point about aiming for kids, they're trying to paint Captain Marvel like she's a semi Paul brother character. Where like every because they show her with a a, a a they show a pop figure and they show a uh, they show a plushie and then obviously they show the um what do you call it the weeaboo version that they draw him with the big eyes and she draws oh. them hugging each other. So they're, they're, you know, they're trying, they, they're making a character who loves another character who they think it, that kids act like. So it's not just self-concern for the audience. Hey, you're a kid. If you were in the situation as you right now, you would act like this, right? Bruh, fam. It's so weird. It's so please, weird. Like, please. I know you specifically would get what I'm saying because you're a horror guy, right? Like, and so, you know, Horror movies love the facial expressions in the middle of the frame, and they, they oh, yeah. do the oh, same yeah. Please, please, please tell me, please tell me Brie Larson said no cap on God. She doesn't say no cap, but um, <laughs> when they like, they like reconcile, she's I can't remember what the fuck she says, but she says like one of those like kitty phrases to her. Like I, I want to say it's no cap, but so don't quote me right away. I don't saw it the one time, but she said like no cap, the equivalent. <laughs> in the movie like they're they're making this like hey man you're a kid bro like hey we love like we love like we love movies and we talk like you camilla khan's your age she's 16 she's like oh she goes she goes she goes at the end of the movie she goes i'll quit high school <laughs> like that's like that's a whole mean thing on tiktok like man i fucking i'll fucking quit high school if insert mean or this shit makes you want to quit high school fam and then it's the meme. Like they, like she says that shit, and it's so weird. Oh my god! I didn't get half of that shit because I don't spend time on TikTok. I don't worry about that. I mean, That's yeah, we're on social media, baby. Is it though? Because this movie cost quarter of a billion dollars to make. It's not going to make its money back. 
Like it's going to be a loser. Yeah, well, that's 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 the part that doesn't make it so genius, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to lose a lot of money on this. Like that. Like it is. They're going to lose money. Like to your point, you know that that's why I'm, I keep saying that you're right. Like they they honestly think that they're going to make these these characters make this movie, and it's in the fucking it's in the kitty language, right? They will come and see this. No, yeah. none of them were there. And again, my kids laughed at it. All the adults, that one moment of time where there's no there's no sound, and then the <laughs> that was awkward laugh. That was the only time people laughed in my theater. The fucking twelve of us. Well, also another thing me and Jeff mentioned earlier is that I think the uh, um, the strike for three months where they couldn't promote it or no, they weren't going to promote anything kind of screwed them as well. Yep, because well, you don't have I these actors the talking about the movie. Yep. Well, I, I, are you are you saying like the, the 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 less chatter is what fucked them in this movie? Well, no, I mean it, it, it added to it because I think people were already not 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 jazzed about it for, to begin with, but I think also with all the actors and everybody else who who would have constantly promoted on you know like consistently weren't didn't want to because they were you know uniting in the um in the strike. Yeah, I can I can see that absolutely. I, you know, they're obviously, I that that has a factor. I think with I, the only reason I would kind of be hesitant to think that that is some so much. They're gonna say that that's a reason why it's not gonna perform well, but the way yeah, that the movie is like verbalized, I think this this was always gonna be their ace in the hole for the strike. So if no matter where the strike went, even though that they you know came to terms, they thought that Captain Marvel was gonna be they're acing the hole during the strike. Like, hey, we'll be on a strike, but this movie will still be a hit because it the way that it's filmed, the way that the dialogue set up, obviously it's done before the strike, but also like they were, this movie was always going to fucking come out in the fucking fourth quarter of 2023. Even if we're fucking dealing with the strike boys, we've got Captain Marvel's coming out. And dude. How I, bad yeah, a business I, does Disney have to be to believe their own bullshit that Captain, like, the thing is, if publicly everyone, and this isn't, you know, a hidden thing, when the first movie came out, there was all that bullshit about if you spend $50 at American Eagle, you get a free ticket. There was all that talk about them buying huge amounts of tickets to send girls there because it was supposedly, you know, a culturally relevant thing. They know where their ticket sales actually went. So for them to buy into their crap thinking that, oh, Captain Marvel made X amount of dollars looking at their spreadsheet, guys, you know the, the shit that went in to make it a hit. Plus, you got to know that you know, any movie before Avengers Endgame, the biggest, most hyped film of all time. You knew anything was going to make money in that window. And like I said before, on the videos proper, Black Panther, the first one, crossed a billion dollars at the box office. It was the lead-in film to Avengers Infinity War, which in my opinion is a better movie than Endgame by a country mile. That was a billion-dollar picture. You get to the sequel, that movie made $400 million plus less than the other one. So this one going in, it was never going to cross that billion dollar mark that the first Captain Marvel made. You know, the critics aren't kissing this movie's ass. They're not praising it as this strong, empowering film. They're saying it's stupid, it's middle of the road, it's bottom of the barrel. It's all over the place, but it's not positive. And like, I'm waiting for the review bomb uh, accusations and all this start stuff to start popping in tomorrow as the audience score drops. Because as of this recording, it's in the 80s. 
and that's fine. It's the novelty Ooh. effect. Yeah, it's high, but the critical score went from fresh back to rotten as more reviews have come out. So it is not a uh, you know a certified fresh film, and it's going to be very interesting to see the name play once. Mm -hmm. And 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 to your point, I mean, I apologize for interjecting, but to your point about um, the reviews coming in bad, you know, you can't play the it's an empowering thing more than once. Very few studios in the same franchise pull that card multiple times, right? So they painted themselves in the corner with that. Like, hey, yeah, man, you know, because like you said, it's still made close to a billion dollars or whatever, right? But you can't, when it comes to sequels, it's a different ball game. You can't smudge the uh, the reception line with, oh, man, yeah, but we, we bothered because sequels automatically, and everyone that gets on Twitter about this forgets about this part, it's hard for sequels to make more money. That's a, that's a that's an industry thing with sequels. They tend to go downwards even when they're when they're when they're well reviewed or even well received. And they played that card really hard with the first one. Really really fucking hard. In the press junket they touched on it where the um, the what's her name the director got she got a bunch of interviews, you know, but you can't play it twice because in the eyes of the public Oh man, well, yeah. I mean, they bought tickets for you know from women's groups and stuff, but like none of y'all liked it. Like you can't, you just systematically can't play that card. And it's gonna be, you know, you you brought up the the point that they're gonna say that it's you know review bombing. I don't think that's gonna fly, man, because it's hard for sites like Vox and Esquire, you know, and um and and what's the other goofy ass one? You know, Cosmo when they've already used that before because it gets a lot of traffic. If it's the second time, all right, people are like, okay, they did it again and you made it anyway. So yeah, the I, I, to that point, I can't wait to see what the, what the fucking response is going to be as to what, because I think this is going to be their fucking Ghostbusters 2016. I do too. <laughs> oh my God. Further into bankruptcy. Dude, they're not... Well, they're not doing good. Nobody's going to the parks and nobody's nobody's watching their shit. Nobody's buying their service. Like it's, it's Wish bad. better make some motherfucking money. <laughs> I'm waiting for the toys to show up at Ollie's next year. Oh my god. Woo! What what do you mean? What do you mean yeah. next year? Next next week. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Folks, don't buy anything hard. from the Marvels. You can get it in time for Christmas at Ollie's. <laughs> That'd be incredible. I mean shit. Oh be, my god. I thought the um whatchamacallit? I thought the um not Wakanda forever. Thor Love and Thunder and something else showed up at Ollie's in record time. And I was like, damn, I can't believe this is here. But, you know, Captain Marvel might take the cake. Now, Dion, Marvel, did you notice... The Marvels. Dion, did you notice that Captain Marvel was much less aggressive in this movie compared to the first one? Like... Not only that, I, but, like, they had her specifically apologize for... Like, when you know, at the end when they, they leave the... Uh, the, the dude from K-pop was their leader or whatever. She goes, oh, he's a I'm sorry singer? for the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's in, I think it's BTS, but that dude is 100% recognized. I think he's one of the singers from BTS. Oh, that just goes to show how little I know. Um, I'm telling you, man, like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse to have, you know, many nincompoops because they watch this shit, you know, and also, you know, your boy watches a lot of shit. K-pop comes up every once in a while. You dig? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that dude's from, from BTS. 
Well, um, I don't. I don't know. I'll look him up. But yeah, uh, I didn't know him. Jeez. What were you saying, Nick? Oh, I, 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 I forgot my point. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, but no, folks out in the chat listening, Disney definitely listened to everyone's critiques of Captain Marvel. Oh, that's... because they understood that they couldn't get away with that shit a second time. That's the, that's what it was about 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 the reviews and things, or, or the or the way that they that we learned in the Variety article, the way that they um um have people watch the movies and give criticism. Like it's basically like everybody in the family. But that like they, they they do the thing you do is like is like is like an independent filmmaker. It's like I'm gonna show my family this movie, and they they all say it's great. I should go put it out, and people will watch it, and they find out it's crap. And it's like yeah. if you don't have an, an objective opinion in any of your movies, Disney. You're gonna keep making crap, and I love how this was the first one that they actually gave to it in a test audience in Texas, and they were like, "No, this is not good." And they're like, "Oh shit, we have to do something." And like they try to scramble to make it, try to make it comparable, but I don't know. You're not wrong. I mean, this movie is definitely trying to appeal to a lot of people and appease a lot of people and apologize too. It's very, it's a very very strange uh, beast. And it's yep. not a good yep. one at all. It's, you know, if you thought The Flash was a jumbled mess of a movie, imagine The Flash just an hour and 45 minutes. It's that level of bad. Like, <laughs> you know, like I said earlier, Dion, when you had cut out, I said this to the audience. This movie is not as, uh, you know, that dreaded W word. It's not really, it doesn't, it's not like one of those man bashing films that people talk about on the internet. It doesn't do that at all. Like, for as shitty as this movie is, like folks out there, you're going to hear reviews. That's not in the movie. It's, you know, we don't benefit from telling you the truth out, you know, about it. It's just the truth. It's not, you know, Captain Marvel doesn't talk down to anybody. Um, they cut that kind of uh, bullshit out of the movie. That haughty, I'm not going to smile. Don't tell me what to do. That attitude, that mentality is gone. That's not a selling point to, for you to go see this movie. That's just to tell you that even with that shit taken out, a bad movie is a bad movie. You can take out the wokeness in these movies and they still suck dick. That's what we've been saying for years. You don't need to just jump on that one word to attack it. It, it is, you know, those movies exist. Those are those things. But this movie's just shitty. Like, it is dumb. It's, you know, the Black Girl Magic line was cringy. It was said once. You heard it in the trailer. That's the only time it's mentioned. Uh, it's not funny. The only part, Dion, that made me chuckle, and I'll admit, when when they did all this shit where they were flying away from her house and Captain Marvel crashed into the ground and Nick Fury goes, oh, it's just Carol. I kind of chuckles. I'm like, yeah, fuck that bitch. But other than that, it was not a funny movie at all to me. I mean, her, I, you know, her um, as forced as they were, her family were the only the only part of that movie that I liked. I, you know, she they, the mom was actually funny and they, they shoehorn her into a lot of stuff. But like, there are a lot of moments where, you know, the the build is to what the mom says. And it a lot of times it did make me laugh, you know? And then there's a part where um, she starts talking to her uh, in, in her native language or whatever. And she goes, and you let her know if something happens to you, I'm going to kill her. And then there she goes, and Carol goes, well, what did she say? She goes, oh, I have nothing. Don't worry about it. Like that. I actually laughed at that part, you know? So that was, if, if anything, the, the forcefully inserted, cultural perspective thing was actually it, it was actually pretty good that that's one of the few things the movie in the in their way of throwing a bunch of shit at the wall seeing what sticks 
that's the one thing that's because I'm like, okay, her mom is actually kind of fucking funny. And then the dad is funny because he's clearly a daddy's girl. So he's like, um, in the beginning when she's kind of retelling everything, um, right before they start their powers start jumbling, she talk, she mentions Captain Marvel, and the dad goes, Is Captain Marvel doing making you do something you don't want to? I actually laughed at that part too. Like that was that like her parents are the are the the in in the in the jokes department the only ones that kind of land are the fucking parents i felt like i would care about the family if i actually watched miss marvel but i shouldn't have to watch a movie or a series of tv shows to understand a movie and what's presented there it wasn't deep enough to make me care about this family like i get what right. it's supposed to be i understand it i've met families from all over that live here in the country like it's not this amazing thing to see this type of a family on screen it's it's fine but what it is is it's not deep enough or engaging enough like i didn't need to read spider-man comics to know how important aunt may was to peter i didn't need here's here's counterpoint the family in blue beetle was much more entertaining on every level than the family in the marvels i actually gave a shit about the family in blue beetle when the dad died i cared when the family almost lost their house when they got the job when they lost this when he went to college like i actually cared about those characters i felt like they were a good representation of a family that i cared about kamala's family they weren't badly they weren't poorly acted they weren't annoying characters. They weren't overbearing. They didn't get too much screen time. They just didn't have the heart or the depth that I expect to actually connect with a group of characters. And with that being said, that just adds to the pile of problems I had with the Marvels. At the end of the day, I didn't resonate with anybody. Or excuse me, nobody resonated with me. I didn't care about them. And I have to care about a character to want to rewatch a film. I have to care about a character to want to know more or go deeper. You know, this whole um, Kamala Khan getting Kate Bishop and they're going to start an all-girls Avengers? I don't give a shit. It's nothing to do with an all-girls Avengers. I'm not watching the TV shows, and I'm not going to watch the TV shows. So why? how does Disney think that's a good way? It's not going to get people to go back and watch Hawkeye. Oh, man, I got to watch Hawkeye now because uh, this character popped up in Miss Marvel. Or on the, uh, the Marvels, excuse me. Eh. Like, it, it's, it used to work out where everything leading to the Avengers, I had to be a part of. And then everything leading to Endgame, I had to watch because of Thanos and all this shit. Could we get a, a general direction instead of trying to do a multiverse? Like, I get it. You got to put the little Easter eggs and the breadcrumbs to get the audience to keep biting. But this is a little different. You need to just flat out fucking tell people what the plan is, where they're going, and how they're going to do it. You can't hide behind this, the mystery and the intrigue. J.J. Abrams sucks and ruins filmmaking for a lot of people. His mystery box mentality is crap. This trying to drag people along, we get it. You're going to bring in all the iconic versions of these characters. Just fucking go with it and like put something out there quick. Stop giving us TV shows about inconsequential things with a little bit of... Uh, you know, a payoff at the end. Keep going and just put out the big hits to get people talking. Like you're in a position, Marvel, where you can't afford to do um, breadcrumbs anymore. You got to let us know exactly what's happening. You got to either show us a future where we see Iron Man, Spider-Man, the Avengers, the X-Men, and the Fantastic Four all fighting a big villain in like a vision or something, or like a, a rip in space time, just to get people talking. But showing the beast from X-Men isn't enough to get people to fucking open their walls and go, oh my god, Kelsey Grammer's back. He's a good beast. The beast design looked great. The CGI was terrible, dude. What I thought when the beast was talking, yeah. it was 
so laughable. It was like, really? This is Marvel? You had reshoots and you have a quarter of a billion dollars to sink into this movie and your CGI looks like that? I don't have a fucking... Uh, they don't have any excuses at that. Well, and, and, and again, you're... Hey, let's go Josh McCown. You... Everything you're saying is correct. I think the the thing to remember, especially for the fan base, right? It's 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 that is correct, but it's not from the perspective of damn, like we just ran out of ideas or damn, we're just copying the formula to move on. This is very much you can tell that this is such a corporate um, entertainment engine incentive-based movie. Like, so you brought up the issue, the, the point about you have to watch everything to be excited for the next thing. Like the trailer for Age of Ultron is a perfect example. Like, even though we knew that Avengers was probably the it, it can't get any fucking better than this, those movies still built towards the one singular event of not just Ultron but the beginning of our Infinity Saga, right? There was a specific build to a singular point to progress a singular story across multiple characters the way you would do it in the comic book. And now, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Disney as a whole, this iteration of DC, we'll see what James Gunn does. You know, I think you bringing up The Flash isn't by just because you're a smart motherfucker, it's by design. Flash and Marvels are, they're so much the same fucking movie, right? Like, whatever whatever Cold War we thought was going on between DC and Marvel, it's over. Like, they're like, hey, we made our movies, we're gonna make the corporate movie. And DC's like, heard, we're gonna make the same corporate movie. You know, it's not a fucking coincidence it came out in the same fucking year. You know, those, they, they're the same fucking movie. We're like, hey, it's, it's, it's the same movie. The Marvels is the same fucking movie. The difference being exactly as Jeff said, you like Avi's family more than you do Camilla Khan's. But they're like, hey, we'll do the same movie, but also that other chick is in it. It's just such a corporate movie by design like they could they could go back to making a franchise like phase one they're just choosing not to because they think that this shit works it's such a targeted a targeted entertainment thing you know the fact that all the motherfucking um they go to the one planet where they they sing and she's like oh well he's bilingual meaning that he speaks normally my thing is like yo dude that that's like now we're doing da- we're doing musicals now. Like so, we're gonna see a Marvel yeah. musical soon. I guarantee it. It guarantee already exists. There's it. a Captain America musical, Dion. Well, there you go. There you go, man. Like it's everything's a callback to the other thing that involves the other thing. Like it's 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 not by acts. They just it they're they're half-assing everything. You know, we could have yeah. another phase like Phase One. You know what to do. You just gotta pay for it, baby. And they're like, we'll pay for it, but we want a safe, satirized, sanitary thing that our target groups all like, and they'll watch the next thing. And it's not working. It's just, 
even for your purposes, it's not working. It's, it, you know, it's, you know, Camilla Khan around that age rank, you know, the kids of the people who watched phase one, they're 10, they're 11, they're 13 now. Like they're, phase one comes up in your mind. That's why the trailers had all the reference to the first Avengers movie, right? Like it's supposed to make you take your kids to the Marvels, but the movies aimed at your kids because they were born when fucking Avengers came out, baby. We're going to hook them the same way that we're, we hooked you, but with way less effort. And, but that's what makes the beast thing so weird. Why are you making a movie aimed at my kids, but you make a reference in the credits to me? That exactly. this movie, it has, they have, they have no idea what they want to be. And it's so, like you said, it's so weird. It is a weird, almost, you know, pun intended with the strike ending, like an AI generated movie. And it's so, it's hilarious how by the numbers it is. It really is. Yeah, um, I, I like the point you just made about why is it directed at my kids, but, you know, the references are for me. Because X3 is 17 years old, and it is not a good film. And most people aren't really passing X3 on. You know, X-Men, sure. X2, of course. Logan, Days of Future Past. The other ones from, uh, the other one from Matthew Vaughn. Or uh, the Deadpool movies. Those are being passed on. But you're referencing the worst X-Men film. And you're trying to dig deep. I get it. You want to, You think that's going to get people in theaters. Like, the X-Men is the, the big thing to save Marvel. If they don't pull that trigger, like, tomorrow, I don't think there's going to be an X-Men to save this cinematic universe. Maybe a hard reboot with X-Men and Spider-Man and other things being the forefront. But, like, now's the time to either shit or get off the pot. And we're ready to just for them to get off the pot. You yeah. you can't dangle yeah. you can't dangle stuff anymore because you're making movies for people with no attention spans and you're creating films without the length of time. How do I don't want to say it? You're making movies for people without an attention span, and you're creating movies that require less of an attention span to watch, but you're putting these long form, deep-seated member berries and Easter eggs in these movies that expect people to have watched 27 hours of content. You can't have both. You either have to go the route of, well, this movie stands on its own, or it's just another continuation, but you also make the movie long enough that other people who do not watch those things can understand it. You really have created an uh, content for no audience because no one's really a winner in any of this. I personally feel like we've lost out on an hour and 45 minutes of time. Now are we going to get that time back? Of course we're not going to get that time back. But I do wish... <laughs> that Marvel would at least send us out a Christmas card and say, hey, Jeff, Dion, we're sorry, guys. All right, we took up your time. We ruined a Thursday. Here is a free ticket to Disney World and a coupon for a Domino's pizza, which will respond with, can we at least get Pizza Hut? But that's a story for another time. <laughs> but, you know, no, I I just want to, I want to go to the theater and be entertained. And DC... I can't believe I'm saying it, man. DC did it way better with uh, Blue Beetle. Like, I would watch Blue Beetle 20 times before I'd watch the Marvels ever again. Oh, shit. Yep. Yep. Agreed. I, I know I'm in the minority, but I don't think the that Blue Beetle's a bad movie. I think it came out at a bad time. I think it yeah, follows some truly atrocious movies. But I would happily watch that again. And, you know, if, if there was a Black Friday deal for about 15 bucks, 
I'd buy it. I considered getting the action figure not that long ago. He, it, the character had some heart. Yeah, it had some cringy jokes, but at least it had shit that also made me laugh. This movie, I mean, Dion, we've already beat that horse, so we're not going to go over and repeat ourselves. But dude, this was just a chore. That's to me the best word. It was yeah. a chore. And if folks, if you it, like your chores yes. and not getting any allowance money, then you're going to love the Marvels. Yep. Agreed. You're, you're doing your chores because you said your prayers and you ate your vitamins and you went to bed on time and you like the marbles. <laughs> <laughs> like it's made for you, baby. Like if you love having your peanut butter and jelly on white Wonder Bread and a glass of milk, you're going to fucking <laughs> love the marbles, man. Like it is made for that audience 100%. You, you, you look at commercials and you're like, I'm going to buy that. And you like the marbles. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um so do you think this multiverse is gonna pay off for them or do you think they're gonna sh- do you think they're gonna stick the landing or shit the bed? Um I will say oh, there's this. Pendo. My man, my man, I know that I know the uh football coach in you isn't exactly pleased with this game right now, but I missed you, baby. I haven't even looked at this game right now. Let me go take a look. I was stuck doing something I thought would only take a couple hours and I'd be done in a decent time, only to find out that for once they didn't get steamrolled and we're taking it the distance to go all five sets. And it's like, God damn, usually we'd lose by now. Uh, let's see, 16 to 13, the Bears are somehow winning. Huh. How about that? Lots of field goals. Lots of field goals. <laughs> Football. Thank thank God for kickers, right? Then the little undersized Brazilian kids need to be useful for something. (laughs) Listen, don't make fun of it. That's how they get the green cards, okay? Hey, we we all American, baby. (laughs) Green card, gold card, who gives a shit? (laughs) Thank you, Happy. (laughs) So, Dion, back to the question. Where does the multiverse go? Because if they're really Uh, banking on this to be the next 10 years... And this is what they're they're hoping on this to be profitable. Is dead is Deadpool three going to be enough to? Here's the weird thing too. Deadpool three is confirmed to be an R rated film. If Deadpool three is going to be the one that confer or fixes a lot of this multiverse shit, kids can't go to see Deadpool three. So what, what are they going to do? Listen, I, to answer your question in the short term, it's going to shit the bed. They're, they're going to my my guess they're going to go two more movies. Um, because they're already either half done or already past the point where you might as well make the movie and see what you can do with it. Um, and then they're gonna shit the bed because again, you know, I can't stress this enough. This is gonna be their fucking Ghostbusters 2016. They're gonna lose some money, and then they're gonna take two more because shit, we already got this, this shit going on. Whatever show's gonna, gonna debut here pretty soon, it's gotta come out. Whatever um film that's done for the first quarter of 2024 has to come out, it's going to come out, and then they're going to course correct because this is a huge thing. To your other point with Deadpool, um, Disney, or not Disney, uh, yeah, Disney just bought Hulu from Comcast for like $18 billion or whatever it is. Jeez, so, that, that, that deal went through finally? Holy shit. Yep, they yeah, had, so they it, had to buy them. They were like contractually obligated. But not only that, to your specific point about Deadpool, that's going to be the apparatus for the R-rated. So it'll still end. I'm sure they'll still have it on 
Disney Plus for a little bit, but that's going to be their out because, you know, that crazy ass deal that they have the bundle and everything to get motherfuckers to buy this shit, you know, but that's also going to be their out with the R rated shit. So you can have things like Captain Marvel. Obviously, they're not going to make money on that. So that's that's where the Wild West comes in. So the chess pieces are involved and in position for the Marvels to make a billion dollars billion dollars. That's not going to happen. So we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But to answer your question quickly, it's going to shit the bed and we're going to see some wild shit in the next two to three years, buddy. (laughs) I think we're going to see a lot of wild, serious shit as well, but not the way Disney wants it to be. Not people geeking out like those trailers of people crying and shit. Nobody reacts to the trailers anymore like that. And I understand it was look, it was annoying to me, too. I never got to Marvel. Yeah. Back then, that was, no, was four years ago. People don't respond to Marvel movies oh, okay. anymore like that. That's what I'm saying. Like that was the thing up through the first three phases. People don't do that. People just aren't there for it anymore. And I guess what would be wise is to cater to the people that are there for it. Now I'm not saying you need to make everything to appeal to a guy like me, but I think I I'm very open minded to all sorts of things because I read more than one Marvel comic book. I don't just read Spider-Man. I may be, you know, well-read in Spider-Man. That's really a thing to be well-read in. But I do understand how Marvel works and the the history and the stories and all this stuff. And I also know how to write a story. And I I wouldn't make these movies so inconsequential. You know, you put things that you say they must, they're must see, but make them must see. Make them Winter Soldier good. Make them Civil War. Make them the first Avengers. Make them Iron Man. Make them these movies that you're like, man, I got to go back and make the movies that you watch over and over again. That's really important too, because all the Easter eggs and all the things that you want to put in there, people are going to catch them on second, third, fourth viewings. These movies aren't good enough to get through one viewing. So until you can create something that has people returning six, seven, eight times, not the theaters necessarily. I'm talking like when it hits streaming, like remember when infinity war hit streaming, we watched that movie like 20 times. We would text each other drunk, like, hey, man, I put it on again. Like, have something that is at least yeah. worth that much time to people. Th- this movie, yeah. humor is an odd thing to do, because the funnier Marvel movies but try to be. Difficult. In terms of what? what? What's difficult, Dion? Chicken butt. Is it difficult? I've never had one. I mean, I know Yokozuna used to eat turkey Easily, asses. But... Yeah, turkey asses dipped in mayonnaise. It's a fucking Samoan thing. Goddamn Samoans. Fuck you, Nick, you Samoan. He's just mad. He's not even going to respond to you now, dude. Oh, I, I got him all riled up. And then Doyne just left. I guess he's he, he, out again. He beeped out so hard earlier. I was like, dude, you got to drop and come back in. Like, it was, uh, it was bad. But uh, oh, thank I saw you the messages in between slinging nachos and hot dogs. Oh. What sold more, nachos or hot dogs? I don't know, man. They were pretty much neck and neck. Hot dogs with cheese and jalapenos on it. Nachos with jalapenos and extra cheese. Some of that shit. Senior class made a lot of money tonight. Oh, and as their sponsor, I was all for it. Dion, welcome back to the show, my friend. I shouldn't welcome or him back until not. I can hear him talking. Anyway. Kendo, you Kendo, you dodged a bullet with this movie. I know we got drunk and did the first Captain Marvel commentary. This isn't even like 
like you can't really lampoon this one as much as you can other movies. As somebody that enjoyed Marvel movies for quite a while, I, this one wasn't even on the radar. Unless I was told you have to go see this movie because your life and health depend upon it, I wasn't going to go watch it. I, I don't even plan on watching it when it's on TV. I mean, that's the wise thing to do, and everyone here is better if they don't do that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, it sounds like a winner. Yeah, it's uh, it just doesn't it's appeal to me. Is it because you're a man, Kendo? No, because I, I watched the first Wonder Woman movie. Um, I think it's the only female-led superhero movie that I've watched, I guess. Maybe. Name You're one. not really missing out if you don't watch Black Widow. That movie's not very good either. Well, see, the thing about Black Widow movie, the reason why I didn't watch that is because she fucking died in Endgame. So what's the incentive to watch that movie? It's like I get a story of something that happened in the past that – I know where this is going, so where, where, yeah. where's the incentive? I remember the end of the movie, Sever the Nerve, and then she bashed her head into the fucking desk. Yeah, I talked to like, a doctor, like, and he's like, that's not how that would work. Are you telling me that when that movie's fucking real life? Yeah, we did. <laughs> there he is. So, uh, obviously, we're slowing down a bit with the Marvels. Uh, Dion, any other egregious things in this film that stood out to you that made you just roll your eyes? <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. As much as I've uh, ranted about it, it's pretty much it, man. It, it, you know, it, it's it's funny. The only thing I will say is specifically in terms of the quality of the thing that we got, and obviously, let me know if I'm in and out uh, broadcast wise. But compared to Samuel Jackson, what he said about Bree, you know, the shit that Bree said, obviously, and then obviously what you know, Marvel proper was coming out in terms of their defense of Brie Larson in this movie. The, the movie wasn't good. It just wasn't good enough. And I can't, and it's not from a perspective as a fan on the internet, man. Like as a film, it's so forgettable. It, it, it's the same level of the sequels with Lucasfilm. You know, no one's going to talk about this in 10 years. They really aren't. They really, really aren't. Dude, no one's going to talk about this next weekend. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, like, I don't intend we were, to. I was joking, you know, before you got here, but like, yeah. you were joking about how 2023 is the, the year of the Karen movies where you had Barbie, Taylor Swift, and the Marvels. But I don't think the same audience that spent a billion dollars on Barbie is going to spend anything on the Marvels. Like, mm -mm, at the end of the day, mm -mm. comic book movies and superhero movies are for a different style of audience they're no longer the zeitgeisty thing to do anymore and so these movies won't make that much money because you you gave the normies a complete story i bet you if marvel had the time stone they would go back and do infinite or end game differently so they'd leave you on another cliffhanger that movie felt like the end of everything and people yeah. repeat that point all the time and you know what when you tell a good finale and a good closing chapter you don't feel the need to go back and watch more. It's over. It's done with. All your favorite heroes are gone. Maybe you'll check up on the further adventures of Spider-Man. But, I mean, Iron Man died in the movie. Captain America got old and hung it up after he went back and lived a life with Peggy. Chadwick Boseman passed away. And you, you just don't have that same type of appeal. So I Marvel disagree. has done it again. You disagree? I got to disagree. I think that you can keep those stories going. Half to be good. I cannot stress this enough to you. John Wick might have a fifth fucking movie. 
Yeah, Reeves said he would do it. That that is a franchise that could end up being the good version of Death Wish, right? You can have a never-ending story, pun intended, but it has to be good. You cannot get into the habit of doing the cookie-cutter bullshit and expect the same people and their kids to come back to it. It is all... you. Hillary and I did this when... Hillary, Diane, and I, excuse me, did this when we got on Devin about something. We're already on your side. You don't need to fuck that up. And Marvel's in a place, story-wise, professional wrestling is a time-honored sport that's lasted 100 years, right? And you can only tell the certain amount of stories in pro wrestling. And, you know, the WWE's learning that now. We're going to see what's going to happen with Endeavor. You you have a thing that you can only do so many moves with. You can have phase one for the next 50 years, but they have to be good. Stop trying to reference TikTok. Stop trying to reference <laughs> whatever social uprest is going on right now. I understand <coughs> the goal. You're a company, you want to make money, and you get people who think that way at that time to spend their money. But if you want to continue making Avengers movies, right, that make a billion dollars, you can do that. They have to be good. And it's a hard lesson to learn, especially, again, during Oscar season. Fucking, this is the same shit that happened with The Eternals. You know, Jeff brought it up earlier. You can have a movie where guys like Jeff and I, Kendo and I, Jeff, Diane, and I, Diane and Hillary, Diane, like, you can make the hardcores keep giving you their money. Star Wars didn't continue because of it was just the brand name. The fucking movies were awesome, and the books were great, and it kind of covered up for the sequels, and then we got episode three. Like, you you have to make the thing you want to make a, a billion dollars has to be good. You cannot cut corners and the marvels is a, is a perfect example of what happens when you cut corners in the movie business and they might lose millions of fucking dollars tens of millions i mean look at the flash Dude, the flash is the biggest flop in the history of warner brothers it's about to be fucking beat in terms of in terms of studio uh and that's crazy for disney because they came out with a mar multiple marvel movies an Indiana Jones movie, uh, and there's going to be their animated movie for this year coming out next week. Oh, it's uh, Wish. Wish, yeah, dude. Like, you know, this this is no longer an issue of the quote-unquote silent minority. This is X's and O's, baby. What you make dictates people giving you their money, putting their hand in their pocket, taking out a, a couple dollars, and giving it to you. And the Marvels, just on that, no matter what Twitter says, Ain't it? Yeah, I wish social media would stop being uh, mined by Disney executives and filmmakers. This is what the people want. Guys, I understand that you look at this as a uh, the world's greatest um, marketing research tool, but it's not because how many shit posters are out there? I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw something. At least people were talking about how Gail Simone essentially posted about how she regrets her work in comics. Like, all these people, they call them tourists. These people come in, they ruin a genre, they ruin niche entertainment, 
and they they try to make it for either what they consider a marginalized group or they try to make it for people who aren't fans and they think they're doing a good thing when it's like look at you can be anybody working in comics but you got to remember who the actual comic audience is and you know make your shit appealing like it, it's every form of entertainment that is near and dear to us you can't Don't name even something it, that we like that isn't make a movie just make a movie like it's not you know stop worrying about appealing in general stop worrying about the the stop worrying about monday morning after your movie just make a movie just focus on the movie you want the movie to be good appealing if it's good that's gonna come if it's a good movie it's gonna come with a billion dollars pun intended like you can't Stop worrying about the appealing thing in general. Like that can't be part of the process anymore. You know, and how many times can Disney learn this fucking lesson? I, you know, we'll see um, over the next calendar year after after the numbers come in on the Marvels. But like you can't, don't even worry about social media. Just worry about making the, don't worry about the, and it's easy to say as a motherfucker who just spends time on his couch watching movies. I understand that. But it's clearly not working, guys. Like, I don't know what to fucking tell you, bro. Like, no matter how many times you show the female Avenger, Avengers clip in the trailers, like, women aren't flocking to movies because of that shit. They want to see good shit, too. And, you know, you have to worry about the movie comes out, they give us their money, and then the movie stops. Worry about that portion of it. Because this shit, especially now you took this loss during Oscar season, Man, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't either. Um, Kendo, uh, are you happy you dodged a bullet? Nick, I know you are. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, does a pig's pussy bite its head? <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> My favorite saying. There you go. <laughs> okay, so Dion, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the Marvels? I'd give it a five. It had a beginning, a middle, and an end, and literally that was it. It, it it's a it's a solid five. Um, okay, so I gave the original Captain Marvel a five, and I think that the original Captain Marvel was a slightly better film. So I'm gonna have to, on my own metric, give this movie a four to a four and a half out of ten. I would give it like a five if it was like I know this is obvious, but they both have their own flaws. This one is not as annoying as the first Captain Marvel. She is a different character. Clearly, Disney told her to just cut that bullshit back. So all that stuff has to be taken into account. But this movie has so much pointless time. Like, we didn't even talk about the big reveal of Tessa Thompson. It's like, where are the scrolls going to go? Oh, dear oh I have a friend. And then all of a sudden, Tessa Thompson in a fucking business suit walks through the Rainbow Bridge, the Bifrost. And just as like, yeah, no problem. I got him. I'm, I'm so, and another thing too, here's, here's a problem that I didn't even remember to bring up, but I thought of it in the theaters. I did watch Secret Invasion. You're supposed to have me be sympathetic to scrolls after I just watched Secret Invasion. Like what a terrible thing is the audience to try to like, Disney's trying to get you to feel for the, the scrolls and make the Kree's evil people. Oh, the scrolls are victims. Now the scrolls are evil aliens stop trying to make them an allegory for uh my immigration in this country like you really got to stop that shit that is such a that is where you lose me you don't need to have everything build that marvel wall yes keep all the marvel (laughs) movies out 
but you know, but if you're going by your own logic of you got to watch everything, you got to be up to date. Okay, I did watch Secret Invasion because Secret Invasion was one of my favorite Marvel comic books of the last 23 years. I bought in hard. I bought all the books. I bought all the spinoffs, much like Civil War. I bought the books. I bought the spinoffs. Uh, I did Marvel. I did Secret Wars, uh, Civil War, Secret Invasion, excuse me. I did Siege. I bought all the big Marvel titles. Avengers versus X-Men. Like, I was there. Like, you can't, I, you can't uh, bullshit a bullshitter, but I can't bullshit you guys in terms of, like, my comic <laughs> books. You know my shit, dude, and you know I know my shit when it comes to comic books. I don't, uh, you know, go to war with people on Twitter over this shit. I find myself liking classic stuff. But I read through all of this. And to turn these characters into something that they're not for the sake of trying to look intellectual or the sake of trying to be relevant in whatever year you put your movie out, you're hurting your movie long term. You know, if you want to make a character that's complex and starts out as a villain and has some gray areas to him, look at Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader starts out as this unrepentant bastard in the first movie. Then you get to the second one. He's even more evil. He's killing his own people. But then he's got a little bit of a gray area when he's like, well, we'll take the Emperor down together. We'll do it as father and son. You know, and then you get the uh, Return of the Jedi. Even before he's fully redeemed, he even even talks about, that's ah, too late for me. He even humors Luke Skywalker and stuff before he sends him off to the Emperor. So, I mean... You can take these villains and make them interesting. They make these villains victims. And this whole victim mentality is not interesting to watch. I would rather watch purely evil villains with, you know, very little redeeming qualities over trying to watch, you know, countless evil villains turned into something sympathetic. You're not Sam Raimi. This isn't the original Spider-Man trilogy. Stop trying to make sympathetic villains. Not everyone has to be sympathetic. Give me some bastards. You know, it worked for Thanos because you were able to give us his point of view, but he could not be stopped or redeemed. He had to be killed twice. I like how they handled him, but I don't like what they do with this lady here. And the fact that she just kills herself by having too much power, kind of a lame ending. The, the oh, heroes like don't even get to save the Skywalker day. died from uh, forcing too hard. Yeah, he force Skyped and died. <laughs> Kendo, the MacGuffin of this movie is a bracelet. Huh, how about that? I know, right? Is it a friendship bracelet that they sat around and they, they made together one night while they were doing braids in their hair and watching movies and talking about Joey Lawrence? Whoa! <laughs> there, there was a slumber party on a spaceship where they played jump rope together. That sounds about fucking right. Yeah. That's where Intergalactic comes in, folks. That great Beastie Boys song is used for them to have a party. Oh, dear God, dude. They oh, That's one thing I fucking hated about the trailer. They kept using that 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 great song for the shitty movie. I was like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I love that song. I, I firmly believe they used that in the trailer because the first words are, don't you tell me to smile. And that was the whole yeah, fucking yeah, 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 the first yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just that like, makes, okay, Marvel, you're trying that too hard sense. again. So they hucklebucked it. It turned out to be a sabotage. There Pretty you much. go. I like what you did. Yeah, well, Brie Larson's this fucking thorn in my side. Mm. Yeah, so she's... I had read online that she isn't really feeling the character and doesn't really want to come back. I don't think we... I hope Marvel We're not feeling her character, and we don't want her to come back. So there we go. We have some common ground. <laughs> An agreement has been... We've reached past the past, and we are finally all on the same side, Cheese Woman. Good job. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Cheese Woman. Drop the taco. Oh, if she's holding the taco, you, I'll go. 
<laughs> I'm right off into that sunset. Nope. Keep riding. Go. Nope. A little further. You're almost there. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Did you hear about the uh, surprise cameo in the credits, Kendo? Uh, I'm going to say no, because I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. It was Beast from the X-Men. Beast Man? Yeah, you know, Beast. The blue one. Hank McCoy. With his ultimate him? universe look. Is he coming I thought he face? looked like the cartoon. Is he a space McCoy and he's going to fight the space Hatfields? Yes, he is. Spatfields? The sp- That's the sequel. <laughs> well, the, the Spatfields and the... Sp- uh, no, I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> yeah, you go. Good save, Kendo. Spamoys. The, sp- well, the Spicolis. The Spicolis, yeah. The, sp- the Spicolis and the, the, the Spatfields. And yeah. West Virginia. We all grew up in West Virginia. It's a real place that's near and dear to our heart. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But, uh, yeah, so that's our review of the Marvels. Anything else? Any final points before we uh, check in with the audience? Um, I think we're done talking about the Marvels. All right. Dion, you done? Yep. All right. Uh, folks in the chat. Oh, wait, hold on. One last thing, and you guys can all play at home with us. What's the opening weekend going to be? Uh, Nick, what do you think this is going to make this weekend? Didn't you say? Didn't you already say eighty? Oh, it hasn't made any money. It's project. No, the projection keeps lowering. It was at seventy-five, okay. and now it's sub seventy-five. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say forty-five. All right, so Nick is forty-five million. Uh, Kendo, I'm going to come in at a solid cold fifty-two million. Fifty-two million. Uh, Dion, I'm saying thirty. Damn it, that was going to be my guess. So I'll do 35 just to be further away. 37. In a row? <laughs> I heard a car horn. <laughs> well, they agree with you. <laughs> they heard 37 Paul and they got Ander- excited. Paul Anderson guessed 63. Miss Ninja Julian guessed 40. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Dirty D. Senpai guessed 54. Uh, Tim Riggs, our big friend of the channel, uh, big supporter of the channel, I should say, uh, says 65. Tree so, fitty. Tree, tree fitty. Ah, the Fox Wolf says $14. Just Joe says $58 million. Well, maybe something cool will happen, like aliens will come visit and everyone will forget to go see the Marvels. How great of a story would that be? Like, Disney goes to make this movie, and they're like, look, it's got to make a lot of money. And, like, for 10 weekends in a row, crazy life-changing events happen. Like, aliens visit... Um, <laughs> a wormhole you know, opens up. A wormhole yeah. opens up. I'm trying to avoid going to war because I want to keep this positive and fun. But you know, big Dogs life changes. Living together, living together. Mass hysteria. Yeah. Um. You know, the dead rise every weekend. That would be a fun story. Every to weekend. Every the weekend when rise. they're going to relaunch, relaunch the Marvels, something crazy happens, <clears throat> and every weekend it'll be us going, guys. What's going to happen this week? Are ghost pirates going to come in and? Fucking wipe people out like the mist or the fog. <laughs> Big city women are yeah. gonna drop in the sky. Oh, dude! <laughs> Guys like us just don't put on the fucking sky, you know. Oh, or beautiful God. naked big titty women. <laughs> all right, the ice caps will melt. There we go, and all the <laughs> volcanoes will explode. Yeah. Oh man, no, I, I I don't think it's gonna take like something like like that to to cause people not to watch this movie. I don't think they're gonna watch it at all. So, yeah, we'll see. 
All right, folks. Well, thank you for sticking around through the review. It's time to do our fun audience interactive segment. We appreciate each and every one who listens tonight live. Uh, you guys are here with us each and every week. You make this fun and worthwhile. So, folks, hit that thumbs up button to let YouTube know that you enjoy this so we have the ability to do it for more of you each and every week as we're on our way to 200K. We're even closer now than we were last time. And I got to say, I'm seeing a lot of new names tonight. I'm seeing a lot of our favorite names, but a lot of new names as well. So, folks, uh, thank you. Um, for joining us and our friend tim riggs says i still love you guys even though i'm going to bed most times you are alive i miss this i miss these too often well tim we're always happy to have you man and uh you'll have to make it out to a convention so we can all get together yeah man yeah make sure you guys keep uh keep keep hitting that like button yeah and shit Uh, so kendo even though you're the last one here pick your number between 1 and 69 so we can transition to our audience segment in honor of jackie robinson i will pick 24 uh, excuse me, I believe I asked you to put a chicken in this and make her gay? Uh, yes, the chef was a little confused what you meant by that. It means put a chicken in the linguine and make her fucking gay! There we go. <laughs> you guys, one of those, you got them. Mm-hmm. We'll have to have something even more exciting for next week. Trace XL says, inflation is wild right now. People are saying gas prices are rising, but the Marvels is sounding like one very expensive turd. Who knew excrement could cost so much? I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> I think we all. Oh, from my understanding, it is one big pile of shit. Yeah, we we are definitely in the wrong industry because we 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 should be you know in you know in Hollywood where we can fail upwards. Wonderful. Well, we're, we're working our way to making entertainment, but we won't fail upwards. We just won't fail. We'll just keep on doing stuff that the audience wants. Keep on yeah. keeping on. But uh, Trace XL, you are correct. This is one very expensive turd. And hopefully there's enough to wipe up and clean up this mess quickly. I hope Disney learns as we're, you know, as they're dealing with a lot of issues this year. I hope they learn to stop making bullshit. You know, you don't need to only appeal to one demographic. You got to make those universal pictures. (laughs) Well, they need to make movies with universal appeal. Universal can make universal pictures. They're doing okay. Yeah, Yeah, man. I think they're investing in a new park or something here soon. Um, I heard that's happening. We should go. Yeah, man. Always down. We had Universal. we had a we had a we had a we had a, we had a fucking awesome time at Halloween Horror Nights. So, oh, dude, we did. Yeah. And when I lived in California, it was great to go to Universal all the time. It was okay. just like, hey, let's go do a Universal day. Nice. Trace XL, thank you very much. He says the Marvels has over sixty-six and two-thirds chance of sucking, which spells disaster at sacrifice. Jeff, please have the genetic freak break down the numbers. Oh, um, I figure that number's a lot higher. It's probably like the 142 and 6%. Well, you know, normally we have this for very special occasions, very special amounts, but uh, Trace XL sent in a bunch of stuff, so I think we have enough for some Steiner math right about here. You know, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. See, the three-way at sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So, small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance, 
minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one-on-one, -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Yeah. If only he would have won that match. Yeah, well, he didn't. You know, the numbers did now, lie. Uh, moving backwards a little bit to the Ghostbusters Frozen Empire trailer, our friend, uh, what has this? Centrevis Gaming says, using Cruel Summer by Bananarama was a blatant, was blatant nostalgia bait. Well, it does evoke memories of the Karate Kid, but that's about it for me. Uh, Kendo, Dion, did you like the Ghostbusters trailer? Well, what if the what if this uh, this movie takes place during a summer that's exceptionally cruel? Then the song is apt. That's fair. We got to see how the summer of twenty twenty four turns out. Uh, were you interested in the new Ghostbusters like trailer, it. Kendo? Oh, Dion did like it. Yep. Well, uh, we, we're gonna that'll be an all hands on deck uh, review that we do next year. Yeah, that one I will go out of my way to try to see for the channel and all that good stuff. Because, you know, you put a movie like that in front of me, and even though I don't need it, I have been burned before in the past where I'm like, I don't need this movie to exist. And then Top Gun Maverick came out, and it's the second greatest movie of all time. So I think that this could be good. Plus, they got Winston back. They got the Ghostbusters, minus one. I don't know where the fuck Harold Ramis is or what he's doing these days, but he needs to get his ass to work. But, you know, it could work out. He's, he's playing a ghost now, Kendo. Yeah, but everybody can play a fucking ghost. Well, he does it the best. Well, that's potato, potato, tomatoes and shit. So he just need, he, he, he needs, they need to dig him up wherever he's at and get him back to work. This, this force ghost thing ain't going to fly. You know, I don't think that's how it works, but if they can figure it out, you know, he is the best Ghostbuster, so. Well, no. Ray's the best Ghostbuster. Folks in the chat, who's the best Ghostbuster? We'll be uh, reading those in a minute. Our friend Sejorjan says, I was interested in Ghostbusters Frozen Empire because it has James Al Acaster, a British comedian that I've seen through Mock and Week in Taskmaster. Uh, shame Patton Oswalt had to ruin it with his presence. <laughs> and that happens a lot with Patton Oswalt. Yeah, I don't ever want to see him on film or TV or anything. Like, I've already said my piece at the beginning of this show, but you guys know how I feel about him. He stinks, and I don't like him. Yeah, he was. He was. He was the worst part about Justified, and there was no bad parts in that show. Justified, but Pat Oswalt being in it made it not good. Well, I know. I know, in... I know. Well, and cool. Kendall, I know your favorite your favorite actors in the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, Kanal and Johnny. I ain't fucking watching it now. <laughs> uh, folks, if you'd like to apply to be the fourth WCBS member to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife with us, uh, go to shopwcbs.com, get a t-shirt, right. and we will pick a name out of a hat. I, I, dude, I, I'm willing to take a stand and get fired over Knob Jobby, okay? A Knob Jobby is what got you fired from your dream job. Damn it. What hasn't that man taken from us, guys? 
Oh, my dream job is actually a Zamboni driver, but I mean, this is a close third. Well, we'll get you a Zamboni. <laughs> don't worry. I mean, being an infield raker would be pretty sweet, too. I can get you a job as a moonraker. Would that work? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay, I will go see the movie, but whenever Knob Jobby's on the screen, I will throw shit at it. That's fine. We were not going to be That's in the fair. same theater. It's not like we're going to get us picked out. Because I, he's such a fucking pretentious cunt. Tell us how you really feel, man. Let it out. Oh, you guys know how I really feel about Kumi Jabi. I don't fucking buy Tide anymore because of his bitch ass. I wish the good people at Procter and Gamble that could is, hear that. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Because they're like, well, shit, maybe that was a bad advertising campaign. What? Yeah. Uh, we'll fill you in off air. Uh, Shrubbles the Wait says, the word of the day is twant, the amazing Marvel twant, how Stella got her twant back, and twant wars, the rise of Ray's twant. Camille <laughs> Namjani is a twant. Hey, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll never correct you about that. That's true. Twant raker. Fistful of twant. Back to the twant. Twant never dies. Saving private twant. The twant is not enough. License to twant. Apocalypse twant. Uh, full metal twant. Islands of twants. Willy Wonka and the Twant Factory. Mm. Sisterhood of the Travel. Full metal twant. twant. <laughs> Pulp twant. Platwant. Durham. <laughs> I like platwant. That's a good one. Platwant. That's yeah. the winner. All right, yeah, that's it is, Dion. Um, the Twan Dwyer Diaries. <laughs> your, your final entry is the saddest. Uh, our friend Obi-Wan27883 says, add phrase of the day for movie slash TV titles, like blank, it's got electrolytes. Twants, it's got electrolytes. There Taking go. a Pelham 123, <laughs> it's got electrolytes. Oh, God. A few good men, it's got electrolytes. <laughs> Snakes on a plane, it's got electrolytes. What's eating Gilbert Grape? It's got electrolytes. <laughs> Raging Bull. It's got electrolytes. Doctor No. It's got electrolytes. <laughs> uh, folks, tell us what has electrolytes in the chat. Uh, we'll be checking those out in just a moment. John Thomas, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, did y'all see Retirement Plan? Nicholas Cage put out a couple months ago. It was okay. Enjoyable Cage doing Pete Cage. I did not. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little guilty. I did not see Nicolas Cage's most recent film. Last one I saw was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And boy, did I like that movie. That was a lot of fun. That was a good time. It made me want to party with Nicolas Cage. Then again, I always have wanted to party with Nicolas Cage. Isato Fortune, what is up? He says, I think we can agree that Marvel movies are now two-hour-long trailers for the next movie. Keep on rocking, fellas. Can I get a dead Pokemon, please? Well, thank you. We will keep on rocking. Uh, that's what we know how to do here at WCBS. But I believe this is the button you requested right here. Who's that Pokemon? It's dead. Damn. R.I.P. 
our friend Rod Thunderheart says, plug for see-through love. Spanish teacher who can become invisible and is shocked to find the new gym teacher is blind but can see her by feeling energy fields. Folks, I own a copy. I'm sorry? That's a real book. I own a copy of it, Nick, from Rod Thunderheart. He's our uh, one of our friends of the channel. He's a writer as well. And I picked up the hardback edition of See-Through Love. I bet you did. I bet you did. Oh, yeah. Well, love makes us all hardback, so... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'll stand by it because I said it. Okay. At least I'm a man of my word. But uh, Rod, if you want to drop the link to where people can find a copy of your book, please put it in the chat. We're happy to uh, help another uh, writer, another artist, you know, spread the word. Folks, I'm a firm believer that there's enough out there for everybody. So that's why, in addition to promoting Stealing Solo and Wokebusters, I want everyone to find comics and other books because you don't just buy one comic. You don't just read one book. You know, you read these things, you enjoy these things, and then you want more. And that gives you time to read these, find new creators while you're waiting on the next epic from your favorite creators like us. So, folks, Rod Thunderheart has written a nice, hefty book. Check it out. It's available. Uh, Rod, like I said, please drop that link. And, uh, yeah, folks, tell us what you think in the chat of See Through Love by Rod Thunderheart. Yeah, there is enough out there for everybody but jeff is and we will not stop until we get enough jim on jim only all right <laughs> uh Cent sorry uh centrevis gaming again thank you very much for your generous super chat says the escapist is getting folded apparently i had read that i saw the uh the i guess it was just a news article that talked about that have you guys ever followed the escapist the zero punctuation channel with the yahtzee crenshaw i think his name was no, but I saw a really well-known, awesome website went out of business today. What website was that? The Jezebel. Oh, Wait, the Jezebel's gone? Really? Yeah. Hold on. Let's let's. I believe you. I just want to see that. Is, that is hilarious. Yeah, it it shut down because, like, the headline I saw on on the uh, CNN towards the end of the day it said something about jezebel lays off a bunch of people and they're very upset and they're going out of business or some shit i wasn't able to sit down and like watch it or read it you know as much as i wanted to because i was busy but i saw huh. that little thing pop up on the ticker hey. and i'm like ha! losers huh a one-sided uh one-sided uh blog is going out of business who would have thought who would have thought well here here's the official release Jezebel, the punchy feminist blog with an outsized influence on internet culture, will suspend operations and lay off its staff effective immediately. Its parent company, Go Media, said Thursday as it announced broader restructuring in its portfolio of digital news outlets. Jim Spanfeller, chief executive of Go Media, said in a memo to staff obtained by CNN that the company had tried to sell the publication, but after talks with two dozen potential buyers, we could not find Jezebel a new home. Oh, no. As of this week, we're making the very, very difficult decision to suspend publication of the Jezebel, Spanfeller said. Few decisions over the course of my career have been as excruciating, and I want to make it clear that this is in no way a reflection on Jezebel's editorial team. Sure, Jim. Spanfeller said that he has not given up on finding a buyer for Jezebel, which he describes as having a storied legacy as the website that changed women's media forever. Spanfeller additionally oh. announced Thursday that Go Media would undergo broader restructuring that will result in layoffs. We have been operating over the last few quarters with an eye towards efficiency and being budget conscious. I had hoped that by doing so, we could see our way through the dark times in our industry, he told employees in a memo. And indeed, we held out far longer than most, but we can hold out no longer. 
In total, the suspension of Jezebel's operation and other restructuring actions will result in the departure of 23 editorial staffers, Spanfeller said. The cuts come as broader media industry continues to struggle with a weak advertising climate. Vice also announced cuts to its news team on Thursday, and across media landscape, cost-cutting and layoffs have been rampant over the past few years. Just about every company in our space has found themselves in a similar circumstance, Spanfeller said. So, so they tried to sell it to a dozen people, and 12, and 12 people said no. You would have thought after like the third or fifth one, you would have been like, and nobody wants this, but you kept trying. Good for you. For some reason, you can't come to terms that you suck. Well, you know, I, I'm never happy when people lose jobs, so I want to put that out there first. But websites like the Jezebel and other websites, I don't think people are going to be playing their violins too loudly for the Jezebel or any of these ones that go away. Maybe one day the Mary Sue. I love, I love what they said, like, you know, sorted legacy. I'm like, it, 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 it came to fruition in 2007, so. And you want to talk about level of self-importance that's infuriating look at gawker that went the way of the dodo thanks to hulk hogan we appreciate you brother okay well fun, like here, funny thing jezebel was was launched in 07 by gawker under the editorship of ann holmes it's feminist counterpoint to traditional women's magazines whatever so <clears throat> well some would argue that it outstayed its welcome <laughs> a lot of those people are here so you know i already prefaced with i'm not happy to have people lose their jobs but a lot of websites yeah, like this but... just kind of stir the pot and are contrarian and really don't lead to anything positive they think they're adding to the discourse of society when in reality they're just having really bad takes dude, be defended for political reasons dude those the the, the 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 people who work there are either going to go to other publications and then get fired again in, a fi in five years or they're going to make their own youtube channels or their own fucking podcast that's what's going to happen they're not, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Oh, yeah, they'll be fine. I mean, hell, uh, Jezebel Stavers, if you'd like to come on this podcast, uh, don't send us some emails because we probably don't have anything to say to you. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're all, we're all booked up. I'm, I'm looking through it right now and whew, we, we're, we're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall's got the good, good old Google Calendar uh, pulled up, but yeah. I think, yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's we're 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 stacked from here to at least twenty thirty two. So, um, we'll get back to you in about nine years and let you know if we have anything open. <laughs> yeah, they'll hear from us one day when the <laughs> Angels win the pennant. <laughs> well, they're about to lose one of their biggest show pieces, so <laughs> that's gonna hurt them a little bit on that front. Did you know well, that was a remake? I did actually. I had no idea. Yes. Because no Janet idea. Lee's in the original. I was yesterday years old when I found out that that movie was a remake and the original Angels in the Outfield was about the fucking pirates. I'm like, well, that makes sense because the Angels didn't exist in 1951. Oh, God. I can confirm that I have seen Angels in the Outfield more times than I should have, but uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed I it. I can confirm that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. I, I have seen a handful of times I, for sure. Yeah. While this is nothing to be proud of, I've probably seen Angels in the Outfield more times than most people on the planet. God, that was my pandemic movie. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, go out on. You picked that up during the pandemic for sure, right? It's no God, I remember the football one that happened on like the Disney Channel back in Angels the day. Angels in the end zone. Yep. Oh, I thought you were talking about the fucking garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon starring Tony Danza. Yes, that is a real movie. <laughs> I watched that on uh, was it the Disney movie of the week back in like 1997. Yep. Yeah, I mean yep. I, I, I think I find things funny. I laugh at Tony Danza. 
how he plays Tony in every movie. More. Oh my God, Monica, Angela, what? Um, Mona. <laughs> Oh God! I, I do like him as Mel Clark, the cigarette smoking uh, pitcher with only six months left to live. He's been smoking them for years. Um, send Trevis gaming though. Thank you very much for your message. I did see that. I like I said, I used to really dig Noah's. It was zero punctuation, but I'll be honest, I haven't been to the Escapist or any of these traditional websites in years. Like I don't, I don't really watch game reviews or game journalism. I don't think it's valuable to a guy like me i'm a consumer i will i will read what the game has i will listen to other people talk about it. like i don't need to get my game day one like i played mario wonder today and i played it at target but i played it for many hours today and i enjoyed it it's fun but you know it is fun but not fun enough for me to drop 60 bucks on i did it, well i'm happy yeah, you dude. did i'm uh I, I i got the robocop game it's 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 a lot of fun hey i got Somebody some scholarship money so it was the way I saw it. It was free money. So I bought that, and I'm gonna get myself a new pair of boots. All right, you deserve it. Here's some yeah. boots. Didn't sandwich. tell my, didn't tell the wife that that money showed up in my account yesterday. I'm just like, eh, you know what? I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Secrets are good. <laughs> my money to spend. I earned that shit through my hard work and suffering at college again, for the third time. <laughs> third time's a charm, Kendo. Well, you know. Third time in it, third time I'll get a degree out of it. So I, th- I think it works. Yeah. So when do you when, 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 when do you when do you get your doctorate? We we get to call you Doctor Kendo Slice. Well, it depends on how hard I go in the paint. I mean, I got a master's degree that I'll be wrapping up in a uh, tick over you know sixteen months, which I was told is lunacy to do it that quick. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't know me very well, do you? I am a bit of an idiot. So. Uh, <laughs> There's that, and then I plan on going straight into the doctoral program because, again, I'm an idiot, sir. And um, I think I'm going to take it a little easy next fall because doing nine credit hours during football season was sheer stupidity. But then again, I've qualified that statement already. And um, But, hey, heads above water. I got A's in all my classes right now. And, uh, yeah, so – I would say you could probably start calling me doctor in uh, about six years. And I'm, it's going to be, I'm not going to get one of those educational doctorates, like the greatest doctor of all time. Who's, you know, fucking the corpse in the white house. Um, those are a piece of piss. Anybody can get one of those. I'm actually getting a PhD, even though it's in an educational field. Well, I, I'm going to be paging Dr. Kendo all the time, but I'll be using a different word instead of Kendo. So, I mean, if you want to pull the uh, the the old hangover on me, that's okay. I'll be like, look, it's okay. You can call me that. My last name used to be Fajou. There you uh, go. We, we changed it when my dad immigrated here from Italy. <laughs> I'm so glad he did. Uh, Adama says, hey, Jeff, my birthday is on Saturday. Can I get a couple of buttons, please? Of course no. you can. Uh, by the that's way. birthday present. Disappointment. Oh. Somebody's got a birthday in about 12 minutes. Oh, somebody does have a birthday in about 12 minutes. Hey, Dion, what are you doing in 12 minutes? Say it. Say it. He's turning 35. He's turning 35. Thank you. Four. I'm turning 29, but I just want to look a day over 19. (laughs) Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Dude, Uh, run with that shit. It doesn't crack. You can get away with that for a while. He asked me a question. Oh, so I don't get to tell my brother. Well, we don't really care about your answer. 
So the point is, the point is, I want everybody who knows me just say, "Hey, Dion, I love you, man." That's it, baby. Shut up. <laughs> That's nice to a lot of people on their birthday, Dion. Goddamn. <laughs> well, Dion, in 11 minutes, I will tell you how I truly feel about you. Yeah. You're all right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. That's all I wanted. So, Adama, here's your birthday requests. <laughs> It's a little it's harsh to give somebody on their birthday. Oh, I was picking my favorite buttons. <laughs> That's my favorite instead one. Instead of happy birthday, how old are you now? It's does he look like a bitch? Does he look does like, he look a, like bitch? a bitch? Does he look like a bitch? And tell me, you're gonna accidentally summon. The God of War, Mariah Carey during Christmas. Come How fuck fucked that. are you now? How fucked are you now? Mary. Uh, I'm somewhere between get arrested and maybe get my wife pregnant. That's, that's about where I'm <laughs> Oh, dude, this is going to be a great birthday for you. Which order? Birthday roulette. <laughs> birthday roulette. <laughs> are you off work tomorrow, too? Say what? Are you off work tomorrow, too? I am, dude. I am. Nice. Me too. Hell yeah. Well, it's perfect. Um, I don't feel bad that we're streaming still. I'm in my uh, let's see. 30s in the suburbs, bitch. Mm-hmm. You, you're winning at life. I'm going to uh, celebrate my birthday by going to Albuquerque all day. Turkey, nice. I know. I, mm-hmm. I fucking been lazy as shit. That's that's 2024. So I'm getting out to Albuquerque to see to see my godson. I gotta see my boy. I gotta spoil the fuck out. Yeah, of yeah. We got yeah. we we we, we, we got to go out there and see it for sure, man. I'll load oh, you yeah. up, guys. I'll load you guys up in the new shagging wagon that we you know just purchased and uh, I'm driving around. Be like, so that's where they film Breaking Bad. That's where they film Breaking Bad. They film Breaking Bad over there too. They film Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul right there. That'd be great. It's the highlight of the trip already for me. I I will not be mad at any of that ever. Can we throw no. a pizza on somebody's Say roof? You're excited, bitch. You can do that because that pizza place is an actual pizza place. The name is different, but you can get a whole pizza that's not sliced up already from them, and it's perfect for launching on the top of somebody's fucking roof. You just can't go to the Walter White House, which is 3828 Piermont Drive, I believe and launch it up on the roof because people kept doing that. So they built a fence around that house and they got signs posted everywhere that says uh, local traffic only. And the only reason why I didn't try to do that is because my license plates on the Jeep still say Missouri. So I figured if I'm driving up that road, they're gonna be like, he ain't local traffic. But now we've got the RAV4 and that's gonna have a New Mexico plate on it here before too long. And guess what I'll be able to do? Drive through there because I'll blend in as a local. So, so we'll get we'll get four big ass pizzas to throw on the roof. Then, yeah, but they still got a fence up around the house. We, I mean, we could at least you we just throw hey, it, we could throw it up over the fence. You don't know Dion and his college or his high school football days, all right? Dude's got. I a mean, we could make a fucking on. trebuchet and launch him up on top of that roof. I'd make a trebuchet to launch pizza. You're saying a lot of fun things here. I, I got a problem with it. I have no problem. Don't bring up Neon Dion. He's, he's gone. He's, he's no longer with us anymore. Right? Neon, Neon Dion will always be with Neon us. Neon Dion coaches the buffs. <laughs> Listen, I, I, have, I, I, coach, I, 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 I have no problem taking things. I want a Super Bowl. Taking several trips to, 
wherever we have to to go get wood and make a fucking trebuchet. We'll just I go mean, to we'll steal wood from the redwoods in California, Nick. There's a shitload <laughs> of Home Depots in in Albuquerque. I mean, it's not gonna be hard. Do they have a lot of lawyers and doctors outside looking for handymen? <laughs> not recently, but I also haven't been to one recently, so maybe I'll take a look tomorrow. Please do. I'd like a report, full report by Monday. I can do that, and then I'll drive down the road to where Saul's office is and get a Whataburger. Mm. It's late. I could eat. Uh, here's another button for you, Adama. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. You all chicken. You betrayed me. You all chip, 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 I've never betrayed you. This is what I say to you instead. No, no, no. Bitch. Greatest sequel of all time, maybe. Uh, folks in the chat, tell us the greatest sequel of all time while we read tonight's Super Chats. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2 is up there for me, honestly. It's, you know, when you watch other sequels, at least it's for me, when I watch other sequels, like maybe Star Wars or uh, I think of other franchise, Ghostbusters 2, Batman Returns, I'm always thinking about wanting to watch the original one. When I put, Even though Beverly Hills Cop is what I would call my favorite movie, when 2's on, I'm invested in 2. It is a great movie. I wish more sequels could be as good as that one is to the first. So, uh, yep. What say you, Kendo and D, or Kendo and Nick, in terms of great sequels? <laughs> um, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I can play that card. Um, <laughs> I mean... Uh, T2. Terminator 2. T2, yeah. Ooh. T2. That's a great one. Ooh. Um, I'll still go Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is another really good choice. Um, Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, um, yeah. In, Indiana Jones. Yeah, Temple, Temple is great. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Back to the Future 2 is not as good as the original, but it's still really good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, Back to the Future 2 oh. is still, yeah, Back to the Future 2 is still one of my favorites for sure. What were you saying, Diane? Diane went Lethal Weapon 2. Also a great That's choice. A great movie. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's better than the first one. I say two is the best. It is. But, I mean, obviously, Beverly Hills Cop is my pick. But, you know, two is just perfect. But, you know, but it's, you know, two and three, you know, obviously T2 and Empire, you know, in terms of sequels, whoo. Dude, I just realized we got another Beverly Hills Cop 2 button. I'm going to kick your ass later. Dude. <laughs> God damn it, movie. Is he civilian now? You bet. So uh, I guess that's all from everybody else. But folks, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, join us next week for another episode on Thursday. Join us on Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a High Council episode. And make sure you go to StealingSolo.com to get the graphic novel that people call Laugh Out Loud Funny and the greatest Star Wars parody since Spaceballs. The website's powered by Shopify, so you get the reward-winning safety and security, and you can only get it from us because it was written and drawn by me. So, folks, it answers the greatest what-if question of all time. What if a group of disgruntled Star Wars fans kidnap Harrison Ford and force him to remix Star Wars in their basement? Uh, and it could be yours for a limited time only. So go to StealingSolo.com right now and grab a copy. I'm going to ship out more books tomorrow. I shipped out probably the biggest order yesterday. This has been a crazy 10-day well, period. Well, I mean, I mean it, you know, days. I'm about to say, Thanksgiving's around the corner. Christmas is coming yep. coming up the pipe. So, you know, it's, it's happening, man. You're probably going to get a lot more orders. I got my yeah. notice the other day that mine was shipped out. Yep. Just, uh, uh, yeah, you got it. Should be there because you're far, so it should be there. 
Uh, probably now I am. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be close. <laughs> I know. I miss those days. I'm very happy for all your life changes and would never want those to go anywhere. But I do miss the days where it's like, I'm only five hours away. I'll be there soon. All right. Uh, well, don't don't worry. We'll 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 build we'll build Briarville and it'll be fine. We're gonna have to because now I'm like out here isolated in the middle of fucking nowhere, and I just want to go back to Missouri. <laughs> we'll bring Missouri to you, Kendo. It's possible. I wonder if I could. No, because I can't buy any land here technically because it's sovereign nation of somebody else. Um, I just take it over, man. You're you're used to that. It's fine. That's true. Although it didn't work out for that one guy in Montana. <laughs> listen, listen. I'll come over and smooth things over between you guys. I'll be the middleman. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, he's, I'm an... like he's one of you. He can talk to you. You guys are both, you know. You get you got that brotherhood. <laughs> but yeah, no, I can do that. I could just like drive down to Gallup, be like, oh, look, I'm gonna buy this house on this little quarter of an acre, and then I can just fly a Missouri flag, be like, I secede, write a letter to Governor Parsons, be like, look, this is technically Missouri now, all right? So, <laughs> you know, I've got I've got a St. Louis area code. Just give me a postal code that starts with a six and we'll be good. And uh yeah, you know, this is sovereign Missouri soil now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, by the way, Rod, we did read your member chat about drive or yes, drive through love or see through love. The one about the teacher in the book. We talked about that one because Kendo or Nick was like, "What is that?" Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, folks, check out Rod Thunderheart's book. I have a copy, and uh, admittedly, I haven't read it all yet, but I like what I've read so far, Rod. So, folks, if you're looking for something interesting, Rod, like I told you in the stream proper. Uh, drop the link in the chat to let people know where they can find your book because like i said we're all about believing and there's enough for everyone to go around so spread the word and help a fellow creator out because you never know what the next great property is going to be and don't stop till you get enough jamal <laughs> all right so folks from all of us here at world-class bullshitters thank you for watching be smart be safe be cool but always be excellent to each other dot com Oh, 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 oh,